gentlemen, there is one thing I know, and it is that you do not go full one way, and we will not use the R word today, Zach. No, Zach. You're not my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man. Welcome to Thoughts from the Movies. We are live today from the Union Fitness Studios. Union Fitness is located on the North Shore of Pittsburgh. Woo -woo. Union Fitness is more than a traditional gym. Damn it's a right. place where you can transform yourself inside and out based around a variety of classes like fitness, yoga, strength, surviving jungle training. At Union Fitness, they believe it is their duty to hold themselves and the Viet Cong to a higher standard. They practice what they preach and uphold the values to make the Union Fitness the community that it is. Go to unionfitness.com today. Sign up for a consultation and get a free TiVo. Through Union, there is strength. And there is no greater strength than three white guys that are going to tiptoe around <laughs> some very controversial topics in an attempt to talk about a movie they really love. This is Thoughts from the Movies. Tropic Thunder. Bum, bum, bum. Justin, did I pick this one? Oh, yeah. Okay, I picked this one because you love this movie. That's why. I do love it. You do love this movie. And, you know, what? what's what's more fun than a movie that you need to kind of tiptoe around? Oh, hope everyone heard about how Josh got ice and made some lame excuse. Go ahead and get it out. What? <laughs> There's an ice in the fridge that I've been cooling. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, the R word? Use it now? No. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought that's what he was saying. Like, go ahead. Get it out. Just do it. Get it out of the way. Get it out. Sorry. I Had I known that Denny was going to hawk the beginning of Thoughts from the Movies, it's it looks like a uh, it's in the upper right hand. It's like laying down on its side. It's red, white, and blue. It's in a can? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is the most disgusting thing they're going to force me to do. Oh, wow. Thanks for getting it out. It was like a bend and snap. It was a bend and Nicely snap. Nicely done. Nice. Well done. All right. Um, it looks like one of those popsicles, and it makes me want one of those popsicles. Do you just want to drink this for me? No. I want a popsicle. Damn it. <laughs> those red, white, and blue popsicles. It's smearing off ice in a can. Never seen that before. I'm sure it's not terrible. It does taste exactly like the popsicle. Yeah, nice. I mean, Popsicle, it's fucking fruity, delicious. and uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I do uh, have a can of booty sweat in my house, and I should have brought it. Do you really? Yes, but it's you know ten plus years old, so that's pretty cool. I don't think it's. How safe. did you get that? It was just lying around the office because it was a dream. This is a DreamWorks movie, so it was just. So you just happened to disappear to your apartment, and I just took it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I yeah, I mean, I'm like never gonna drink it, but uh, it's cool to have for sure. That is really cool to have. Um, so we watched Tropic Thunder because it's one of Justin's favorite movies, and we were kind of picking a bunch of different movies, and I thought, yeah, why the fuck not? Um, Zach had never seen it. Correct. First reactions, how do you feel? Honestly? Yeah. It was okay. Just okay? We've talked about this before, though, where the hype was just too real, I think. Oh, I mean, there's definitely a part of the movie that's like boring. It was it was good. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. But I was expecting to be like dying laughing the whole time. 
but the parts that were funny were like pretty fucking funny yeah i think it, it definitely goes in waves they don't keep you up here the whole time they kind of let you go through a roller coaster on the movie um like the beginning is you pee your pants funny all the way up to like when they when the director blows up yeah and then like it kind of goes into a lull and then like once he gets kidnapped and he's doing the special or the special jack like plays and the and that yeah like robert right. downey jr's going through an existential crisis and like it gets good then again at the end but like the weird part where like he keeps calling uh ben stiller keeps calling matthew mcconaughey about the tivo and she said that is kind of like eh but yeah do you know that it was supposed to be uh owen wilson as the matthew mcconaughey character but uh, like owen wilson had like tried to kill himself like right oh, before they started Denny, like filming. what is your fucking deal i opened your goddamn smirnoff <laughs> it was the worst icing in the history is it icing somebody if you just leave a case of ice in the room is that actually icing somebody or is that just like being fucking careless with your dumb fucking case of shit beer is it even beer i don't know what it is i don't know what icing somebody means is that wow. like giving them the cold shoulder? Wow. No. When you say icing someone, I think of Mr. Freeze. Okay. Oh, I don't know Lord what, Jesus. Like insulting you? What is icing? I don't know. Fuck it's like name. when you surprise somebody with a Smirnoff ice and they have to drink it. Why would you have to drink it? It's just the <laughs> rules of icing. <laughs> this. So oddly enough, I had the same exact conversation with the guys on the Union podcast, oh, no. and CJ sitting in Zach's chair, and Todd was sitting in your chair, and Todd had the same exact reaction that you just had, and CJ and I explained it to him. Like it's like the same conversation just happened. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not alone. There yeah. you go. Um. All right. So anyway, uh, Tropic Thunder. Uh, I think I oh, to say something about Zach's point though. I think Tropic Thunder, and again, I mentioned this before on the show. When I first saw it in the theater, I didn't love it. I was like, okay. But the more I watched it, the more I grew to love it. And I also think it's one of those ones that is really enhanced by seeing it with other people. Oh, for sure. Because it's, you know, when, believe you, that. when you all laugh collectively, like, it's just, when you watch movies like this by yourself, it's kind of like that. You're like, oh, ha, 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 that's a little funny. But it's one of those ones that really needs sort of the crowd reaction to it, I think, for a lot of it. I think, too part of the charm of this movie much like napoleon dynamite is the quotes yeah most of these quotes have been whitewashed from what we consider highbrow conversation at this point so like a lot of the quotes and references that you would like bar back and forth with your buddies you can't even do anymore with this movie yeah i mean at one point i'm sure this Justin was a... just got you can still do it grin. you can you can still do it like... Oh yeah. Trust me. Oh, Jesus. you can do it. We'll get to that part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> but no, at one point I was sitting there and I was like, "Wow, like the war in Vietnam was really just like a senseless conflict." And then I had to stop myself and be like, "I don't think I was supposed to think that during this movie. <laughs> like, let me go. Let me get back into the zone." Like <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's what their intention was. Um, it's like, also, was it worth it? Was it worth it, America? I, th I think it's also a little bit, for me at least when I was watching it, like the plot of the movie is so like meta and so dense yeah. into going down yeah, that yeah, commentary yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. for when you're watching it the first time, I think you're just trying to like keep up and everything and be like, okay, so they're doing this, but they're really doing this. Like it's, it's one you actually kind of have to think about. So 
that's taking away from just like the stupidness of it all and like focusing on the the funny bits yeah Yeah. and i think maybe on a second viewing i would laugh more but like at one point when they go to rescue ben stiller he's like there's a scene where he's like shrouded in darkness kind of but only like part of his face is illuminated and i was like i've never seen it but like i think this is supposed to be like a callback to like marlon brando and like full metal jacket yeah and well no not not full metal jacket um Apocalypse now. Apocalypse, Apocalypse now. now. Yeah. And I was like in that headspace where like I was probably missing out on like some You're of the like funny trying shit. to pick up the references yeah. and yeah. yeah I so get like that. a second viewing now knowing like already enjoying like the meta ness of it. Yeah. Right. I might be able to like enjoy like, Yeah, like once you get more. the plot and like once you actually know what it is, you don't have to worry about it. You yeah. Just, I wasn't expecting yeah. it to be like as quote unquote deep as it was. Right. Like, in the first then when I saw it, I remember thinking like I was confused at the beginning with all the fake trailers, and I wanted to give you the reminder, but I forgot to do it. Because in the theater, those were playing on the screen, and I'm like, are these are these real movies, or are they not real movies? Because yeah. they're like right at the point where the yeah. trailers would play. Yeah, in the yeah, theater, yeah, yeah. And then it led right into the actual movie, and I'm like, I'm a little confused about what's going on here. So I think the first time is definitely a little bit weird just because of the way it's presented, but it's one that I've found ages really well in terms of the comedy. I think... Um... You know, just like kind of going over the plot real quick. So there are some big name actors who are kind of taking shots at other well-named actors, but it's Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Black are like the big three. And they are making this war movie. Um, It's supposed to be a really serious movie to help the big action star Ben Stiller kind of get some cred. Um, It's another feather in the cap for Robert Downey Jr.'s character who is playing the super... Like, he's won five Oscars or something, it says. Yeah, like, like, unheard of. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Jack Black's character being the uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Tyler Perry, like, does the, you know, Eddie Murphy, Nutty Professor bit where he's just all the characters and the fats. And this is, like, supposed to be his big serious role that, like, help solidify him as a real actor. And so they have, like, a rookie director who, like, is terribly mismanaging everything and... Uh, Danny McBride shows up. The best character. <laughs> in a role created solely for, <laughs> for Danny McBride. The best Blowing shit character. up, setting it on fire. Yeah. Pyrotechnic. Yeah, so basically it turns out that they're what like $400 million over budget or something in one day of shooting. Yeah, like yeah. it's just terrible. It's yeah. all going poorly. And so the director decides to go guerrilla style after some um, persuasion from the guy who had wrote the book that the movie was based on. Um, to go guerrilla style and make them think that they were actually needed to survive or whatever. Uh, turns out that they're actually still Viet Cong in the woods and they are going to attempt to kidnap the actors to uh, ransom money kind of thing. And yeah. uh, hilarity ensues. Yeah, like all the actors think that they're filming a movie right. in the Vietnamese wilderness. Right. But it actually, the director steps on a landmine and gets blown up and then they're actually just stuck in the vietnamese wilderness right and they think that they're shooting a movie but it's all real like they're being chased by these actual like drug dealers and things like that so the original the blowing up scene leads to maybe my favorite part in the movie when ben stiller puts the spike on the head and he starts doing the bit for it like he starts talking he's like i'm british i'm smarter than you like yeah and the mouth is going yeah yeah. i mean that is i think i would know a prop when i see one and (laughs) i mean so funny yeah it's really good. One of my favorite like meta jokes of the the whole movie is because it's something that I've taken exception to is 
they make a joke in regard to like Ben Stiller's performance in Simple Jack. Uh, they reference it to Sean Penn and I Am Sam. Oh, no. And saying like he got snubbed for an Oscar. And I found this out like a couple years ago, but because I love I Am Sam. Like, I cannot watch that movie without bawling the entire fucking time. And then one day I was like, it was on Netflix and I watched it and I cried for like two and a half hours. And I was like, there's no way he didn't win an Oscar for this. <laughs> and he, he didn't. He, he lost. Didn't. Do you know who he lost to? What year was that? 2001? 2001. For lead actor? Yeah. Russell Crowe. No. For Gladiator. No. He lost to Denzel for Training Day. Okay. Oh. Which, like, Training Day is, like, a great fucking movie. Right. But in terms of, like, acting performances, like... Oh, dude, you got to shit on Denzel and Training Day? Sean Penn, oh, Sean Penn plays a severely handicapped man for I two feel, and a half hours. I feel like we're well. about to head down the Morgan Freeman route. Where it's like Morgan Freeman's just Morgan Freeman in every movie. Like Denzel's just Denzel in every movie. No, eh, a lot of them. A lot of them. What's different between rain. Training Day and Remember the Titans? I've never seen Remember the Titans. Oh, oh. man, really? No, very different. Should have done that one. Denzel. Denzel as a person has qualities that are in every role, like his his confidence and sort of his firmness and like his just burning. Sort of personality, right? right. It's very magnetic, right. very charismatic, and that transfers into a lot of his roles. But there's different ones for sure. I mean, Training Day is, I think, the most extreme role you know that I can think of that he played in terms of you know attitude and swagger and all these different things, aggression maybe. But I mean, his career spans so long. Yeah, John Q. John Q. John Q. Glory. I mean, remember the Titans, even. Lesser ones like Pelham one two three and things like mm. that, Man on Fire. Like he's certainly. I mean, my favorite is Malcolm X. He kills Malcolm X. Yeah, because he he's, killed Malcolm X. Yeah, pretty much. He did. Um, oh my god! But yeah. he's. I mean, he's he's on. There's not a scene without him in it. Yeah. He care like he's That's on fair. screen for all 120 minutes or whatever it is, and he delivers every time. He's just a very powerful actor. Yeah, he's very yeah. and that's why he plays a lot of you know like badass dudes or right. like, you know really cool guys but i think there's differences in his okay. performances maybe you know i don't know if he's comparable to ben stiller which we'll talk about later in the show mm. but um but yeah certainly i could see where you're coming from on that one uh um, but yeah no sean penn did not win because he went full you know uh handicap rhymes with schmitard <laughs> we're not doing this i'm not mongoloid last week was more than enough we do not need to do this again I'm just saying it rhymes with Shemitar. Right. Um, uh, okay, so what do we got here? Um, so kind of the topics that we're going to get into today. Um, we kind of did the opening comment section. So we're going to talk about the fake movies slash Hollywood stereotypes. Then we're going to talk about it, and we're going to try really hard to be professional. Um, Sounds like a lose-lose. Right. right? We're going to talk about uh, you know Robert Downey Jr. in blackface and how even still to this day he has somehow not been canceled for doing that. Um, and then, uh, we're going to talk about better or worse than I have a, a pretty wide range of, of movies that I, I'm going to go with. And then, um, Zach's got some Ben Stiller movie quotes that we're going to try to guess. Uh, then I'm going to give you our top 10 Ben, my top 10 Ben Stiller characters of all time. And we'll finish with overrated, underrated the actors, but first fake movies, Hollywood stereotypes. Um, Justin as the insider, mm. the insider, 
um, kind of guide us through this, man. Like how much of this is like actual truth. And like, these are real scenarios that like, aren't like they're making a joke of and, and how much of it is kind of just like silly, like what we think are Hollywood stereotypes. Did you guys see this is the end? Of course. Did. Okay. So that'll be showing up a little later in this show as well. It's a lot like that movie in that so much of it is kind of like real things, but it's also people making fun of those things. Right. So like, in this is the end. Those are all real people. And they're just sort of like heightened versions of themselves. Michael Sarah is that much of a badass? <laughs> I don't know Michael Sarah. Okay. So I don't know if he's <laughs> right. ever hanging out with Rihanna or, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But like, and they're all airing like actual grievances and like it's semi their own personalities or whatever. This movie, all of the actors in it are based on real things that happen and real stereotypes. And especially in bigger event movies because you're trying to reach as wide an audience as possible. So you're trying to hit all these different things by bringing in all these different people, right? So you have like in this where Robbie, Robert Downey Jr. is the heavyweight, uh, you know, award-winning actor. He's like the Meryl Streep sort of character who anchors the cast. And then uh, Ben Stiller is the action guy who did a really big franchise a while ago but has since cooled off and is trying to get some of that back. Um, and Jack Black obviously plays the comedy guy with a drug problem. Like he's just – thrown in for the, the comedic relief or Plays whatever. himself. Yeah, you have uh, Jay Baruchel as the new guy who's, like, just happy to be there and, like, it's his first big break. Big oh, break. really? You hate Jay Baruchel? I will never forgive Jay Baruchel for making Goon. And he did two Goons yeah. in the sequel. Yeah, and then he made it again. The first Goon, I thought, was supposed to be pretty good, wasn't it? It's terrible. Oh. It's the man. worst hockey movie ever made. And that goes for all three Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Well, you're implying that a Mighty Ducks movie is bad? I'm saying all the Mighty Ducks movies are perfect, but there are people who have grievance with three. Oh, no, I like three. I love three. Yeah. is my favorite. But, uh, no, Jay Baruchel, like, I'm sure you and I would get along and enjoy a really good Canadian beer together, but, like, dude, that movie sucks. It's not a good hockey movie, and it's barely a good comedy. Damn. She's uh, out of my league is, like, fantastic, though. I, I will never forgive him for making the worst movie for my sport. That's fair. I haven't seen yeah. Goon, but I know that a it's lot bad. of people it's liked really it. really bad. Okay. Um, fair enough. Uh, and I've watched it multiple times. Like, I've tried to like it, and I can't. I can't force myself to like it. The goalie's pads are on the wrong fucking way. Is that part of the character or something? No. Or, okay. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it. The goalie's supposed to be, like, the good one. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. It's bad. It's bad. Anyway. Sorry, Goon. Uh two thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, and so in every so everyone in the in the movie playing versions of themselves, you know, um, is real in terms of like that's why you see Rihanna in certain like battleship or Taylor Swift in cats or whatever. Like there's that crossover artist. And then you have the you know, the first time director is a real thing. Someone who maybe did a little smaller movie and is now getting a chance at a studio film and out of their out of their element or out of their league a little bit. The studio execs and how they act. I mean, that that's definitely a little bit exaggerated. Like Tom Cruise is really going all out as that sort of stereotypical like crazy studio head. I have a couple a couple of moments in particular I'm curious about. One is, and I think this one's probably pretty realistic, is like him saying that he can't control the big names. Oh, yeah. And them, like, ruining the movie because they're just wildly, like, just doing whatever the fuck they want. That happens 
a lot and an infamous example of that which is well publicized actually is fast and the furious between oh. the rock and vin diesel and uh tay whatever the fuck tay diggs. 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 diggs no tyrese or tyrese yeah, yeah. okay shout out baby boy yeah i mean that was and um that was well publicized and we whenever that movie was shooting fast eight we represented the director f gary gray at the talent agency i was working at and there were a many conversations behind the scenes about actors being difficult and others demanding more screen time than they were getting or more lines than they were getting and being very hard to manage because all those personalities at this point you know in the franchise you're and this is about fast specifically but you're so far into it right and everybody is really big as it goes in the franchise right so they're, they're established and they're very popular and everything so their egos get bigger obviously and they all want the focus to be more on them especially guys like vin or who like the jason stathams of the world and the rocks and everything who are sort of the but not the them. rock they were all being assholes except for the rock oh. eh, that's not exactly true no i, mean, I i'm pretty sure People I, think they know movie stars, man, but not always. Like The Rock I'm, is definitely has been sure. known to show up like three hours late to set and hold everything up. Well, he had to work out. <laughs> exactly. And then he yeah. pulled over and signed all those autographs for the fans on the way out. I and would, he probably he probably had to like save somebody from a burning building on the I way to set. I don't know if you're joking or if you're being serious. I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. I would I'm, love- I'm joking, but also hoping all of it's true. I would love for those three to fucking fight each other, to, each other to the death. No, the Rock kills all of them. I mean, I, of the three, I, I guess I wish he wins, but yeah. I well, just, Tyrese I is whatever. Like he's just uh, kind of yeah, Tyrese. Whiny, not yeah, he's just whiny bitch. I just want the Rock and Vin Diesel and Jason State. I just want some of them to die. What's well, funny because all of them, you know, in the movies they all face off with each other, but all of them have, uh, you know, like clauses in their contracts that like they can't be shown bleeding on screen or like only so many injuries can be shown. That's why like all this shit happens in the movie. And it's like Vin Diesel has one tiny little, you know, scrape above his eyebrow or whatever. Like these guys, stay them. I know for sure is like contractually not allowed to be shown like bleeding in injured. And you know, what, what kind of weird, that's just like the stigma of Jason Statham. He's like the badass who can kick anybody's ass. And that's why you're not going to see him with like, you know, a busted nose or like, you know, heavily, Injured in some form. Oh, Have any yeah. of you ever enjoyed a Jason Statham no. movie? I mean, I've enjoyed movies that he's in for sure. Do I like Jason Statham? Yeah, whatever. Justin's a big Crank fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the Meg was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it yeah, really I've, wasn't. I've, I've, I've heard that. I've it's, heard that. It's so. actually pretty fun. Like, you, ridiculous. But you fun. see the new trailer for the movies in where he's like a fucking armored like a Brinks truck driver. Yeah, the new guy Richie movie. Uh, it looks it looks yeah. It looks rough. walking around shooting people the whole yeah. time. Yeah. The Rock's not actually a bad guy. Just tell me that. Even if you have to lie to me, <laughs> it's okay for you to lie to me in our 20-year friendship. The Rock seems like a good enough guy. Perfect. That's ever, all I yeah, need. Yeah. No, shut up. That's all well, I needed. So, that's all I needed. So after Tropic Thunder this led to a discussion of in terms of like actors that if you met them at a party like you showed up at a party, yeah, and said actor was there, yeah. Would they like hold the door for you, right? Would they be? And so the big one on the uh, on our discussion board was uh, Tom Cruise, and I right. was like, I bet Tom Cruise is a wildly humble and down to earth person. I could see that, but then also remember that he's like the king of Scientology. 
Yeah, so we did we did some Googling, and uh-huh. there were, like, multiple articles about him just being, like, the coolest person. It doesn't surprise me. And I was like, I bet it has to do with Scientology, where right. he's just transcended to some other level of, like, bullshit, where he just loops around to, like... Being humble and cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, still an asshole, probably, but, like... He hides it well. Yeah. Always acting. Who's your Who's your favorite actor you've ever met that, like, took you by surprise that way? That was, like, the nicest? Yeah. Or the most chill? Um, Rob Schneider. <laughs> I have not met <laughs> Rob Schneider, no. I would have gotten a picture. If <laughs> would have, my phone would have blown up that day. I think the, ni- the nicest person I ever met was actually Octavia Spencer. She was just, oh. like, the sweetest person in the entire world. And she came by for a meeting at like eight in the morning and I was like asleep and just annoyed and she couldn't have been more friendly. Like she was definitely a delight to meet and, and hang out with. You know who's a big asshole? Nick Jonas. Fuck that. Fuck that guy. Really? You probably think that. But oh, yeah, he's crushed. Like, he's a big dude. He's <laughs> a total crushed. douche. Who's worse, Nick Jonas or Harvey Weinstein? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's not a fair comparison just... at all. <laughs> that's, that's going overly harsh. Okay. I, just, Tom, I was just curious. Tom Cruise is a really interesting one, though, because Tom Cruise has been so big for so long. He's just, like, gone so far down the rabbit hole of being a movie star for so many decades of his life that it's like you can't even imagine what it's like to be that guy and, like, live that life that he right. lives and everything. Right. But I think what he's shown in his interviews is that he just truly loves the movies. Right. And so I think he understands his role as being Tom Cruise, and he is really good at playing into it of, like, treating the fans well and like doing all that stuff i don't know how quote unquote normal the guy is but i think he just really understands his role and and plays it perfectly yeah i mean you don't have to be normal to be nice sure yeah Yeah. like i mean there's definitely we've seen glimpses of like some goofiness and like definitely scientology isn't is an interesting i mean but half the actors in hollywood are scientologists too so like you know even even in regard to like the christian bale like famous freak out you know, on set where we have the Tom Cruise one for like impossible seven. Right. But still like, he was like freaking out. Cause he but was, it was worried from, about like a very, people like, going to lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah. It was from like a very like humble and like humanitarian place where he was right. like, people are depending on like these checks. Like you can't fuck around. I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I almost kind of want to meet a Christian Bale more than I want to meet. And Octavia Spencer, because I want to see the crazy. Is that weird? I don't uh, think you'd get a chance to. I don't. I don't. Well, if I was on set, you know what I mean. Like I would almost yeah. like if I was uh whatever on set, like I'd be excited to do one of their movies just to see how fucking weird they oh, are. Oh yeah. Well, on set's different though because a lot of people are in a different mindset, right? True. Either they're being really method actors and like just being that character, even when the camera's not rolling, or you know they could just be so into the scene or like whatever like their their focus is off and they're they're not being their normal selves right like christian bale's infamous freak out at the dp on terminator who like got in his line of sight and ruined a shot like christian bale's an intense guy and that was an intense scene and like they they were just really into it and you know it wasn't like christian bale just came out of his trailer and was sipping a coffee and like saw a guy and exploded on yeah, him. Right? Like yeah, they were yeah. in the middle of all this shit and right. you know, emotions get heated. That's an, it's a very emotional job. So it's like when you're on set, I don't think you're, you're always seeing like someone, you know, like Hugh Jackman is very well known for being like the nicest guy in the entire world and, and makes, makes friends with like the grips and the right, whoever, the like, right, craft right, service right, and all right. that stuff and remembers people from yeah. like, 
20 years ago you know not everyone is like that you know other people are much more into it psychologically and things like that so i think it's a little bit harder to tell on the onset life i did hear a story of how tom hardy saw a guy looking at him on set once and he just it was like a like an electrician or something they were in between shots and the guy was just standing there and he looked up at tom hardy and he sees him staring at him he looks then he looks down at his phone and he looks back up and tom hardy's still staring at him he looks down at his phone he looks up again he's still staring and then finally tom hardy just walks up to him gets right in his face and he likes you know what mate you can just go fuck yourself and then just like walks out of there like super pissed off for some unknown reason if you got that close to me some unknown reason like yeah you just go fucking fuck yourself that handsome bastard got that close to me i'd kiss him on the mouth i I know you said you didn't want to get hung up on this but matthew mcconaughey has to be the coolest dude i think that's probably pretty true i it seems like it yeah I'd, i'd like to read his book like i feel like you at any given moment anyone could walk into a bar and Matthew McConaughey's there and just like buys you a drink and just holding court. Yeah. Holding court at the end of the bar. All right. All right. There's one time I was slaying this woman and oh my God, were we going at it? Like, Oh yeah. That's like legitimately how a, a story started on his Rogan interview. Nice. Was like that exactly with that. Oh my God. <laughs> I let him clap says, my cheeks. Strike says Adam Sandler is apparently a super cool dude. Well, yeah. Duh. I mean, he goes to Jay Leno and wears basketball shorts. So yeah, it's, he doesn't, yeah. you know, I'm sure he doesn't care. If there's, all, I mean, there's a number of people in Hollywood that like, shouldn't be famous. Adam Sandler's probably top 10 though. Is like, <laughs> just should not have been a famous guy and everything that he has. I think he just knows like, He's like, man, I could be fucking working at the dock right now, fucking shoveling off fish. Like, yeah, you know, I think he gets it. Yeah, um, but uh, the movie definitely it it shows what Hollywood is. It just makes it a little more fun. Like the whole agent thing with like trying to get the TiVo and everything. Oh like my God. that. There's definitely an element of like you know agents baby their clients and like they will go to bat for stupid things. It's not not so much the well, case and anymore, like how but... little Ben Stiller actually cared about the TiVo. Yeah. He's yeah. like, no, it's fine. And he's like, I will get you that fucking TV. Yeah. Yeah. And it also made me realize like how dated the movie is when they're talking about TiVo. Right. Like, I don't remember the last time I heard someone yeah. say the word TiVo. Yeah. Like that's such a dated thing. But yeah. So like the way the studio exec on set, you know, interacts with like kissing his boss's ass and everything. So yeah, it's definitely like the elements of it are real. It's just hyper realized and comedically altered to be war you know the the craziest version of itself my buddy does a podcast solely dedicated to interviewing people who have hung out with adam sandler throughout the years some of the stories are hilarious wow is hung out in what sense like saw him in the bathroom or uh, probably a little bit of both <laughs> like, have you guys ever i seen... mean that's the bill murray yeah 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 bill murray's the same way where he'll sit down eat french fries off of your plate and he'll look you dead in the eyes and be like nobody will ever believe you and then I'll just leave. Like yeah, he's, he's famous for showing up to weddings that he's invited to. Like, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you were supposed to sing a song by the nah, way. Nah, we'll do that later. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I uh, I think it's Ricketts. Um, I will sing it tomorrow on. Uh, I'll do a solo performance for you tomorrow on uh, Two Beers Deep. And that's how we get him coming back. Right. Um. And what did you guys and you know what's your favorite fake movie? What, what was, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what like what the, movie did you want to see? So of and the, how isn't it Satan's Alley or whatever? Just the, <laughs> the recap of the fake movies, right? That we get the trailers for at the beginning. The first one is Scorcher, which is Tug Speedman, aka Ben Stiller's character. Ricketts, I will do it tomorrow on thought or on Two Beers Deep, and I'll make sure to clip it so you can see it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't even know the words to poker face anymore. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Okay, yeah. So, the movie. Scorcher, yeah, Scorcher with Ben Stiller. He, like, saves the world after it stops rotating. And then there's, like, six sequels. Big action movie, I guess. Uh, and Mission this- Impossible. I mean, that's what it's making fun of. Sure. Uh, the second one is The Fatties, which is Jack Black's character. And he plays, like, Eddie Murphy, where he's, like, just the same character. And they're all really fat relatives yeah. or something. And the third one is, of course, Satan's Alley, starring five-time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus and, and MTV Movie Awards <laughs> Best, Best Kiss. Kiss winner Tobey Maguire Hell yeah. as, like, priests trying to be... Not gay. Yeah. 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 Trying to fight their urges to be with each other. Broke back or whatever. It's yeah. the best. That, oh, and, I mean, that's got to be the one, right? And then Al Pacino, he's not really in a movie, but he's got, like, his music video yeah. for Booty Sweat and Busted Nut. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, it has to be Satan's Alley. Right. Right? I mean, it's, yeah. I mean that that's the best trailer for sure. The use of, I know I said this in a text thread, but the use of Sadness Part 1 by Enigma in the trailer was, I was just like, I need it now. I need it now. Fucking make it. And if they made it. it- as a comedy that was meant to be serious. Like if they really leaned into that, like they're playing it serious, but it is hilarious. That movie would just, I mean, Tobey Maguire is awesome. And Robert Downey Jr. is awesome. Oh, and, yeah. and the idea of the two of them attempting to fight, kissing each other, the entire movie. I I'd watch the shit out of that. That'd be so fucking funny. They should make it as like the, uh, the prequel to like spotlight. Oh, oh my god. Just make Spotlight a trilogy. The origin story. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> denial <laughs> denial part one and a half. I loved I loved that though. Um the like uh movies that came out around the same time. The ground ha- the grindhouse movies had fake trailers. One of them was Machete, which and then actually got made. Mm-hmm. Um but like I love a good fake trailer paired oh, with yeah. a movie. Definitely. One of my favorite movie-related things is one of the years for the MTV Movie Awards, they did spoofs of The Matrix, where, like, JT was Neo. Uh, they had oh. Wanda Sykes was the Oracle. Oh, God. They do, like, a they do like a bit where they go to Zion, and it's uh, Morpheus giving, like, the story about machines. Yeah. And Andy Dick is, like, a raver in, yeah. like, the crowd. He's like, he's having a big orgy later. He's going to tell us about it. He's like, there will be machines. Yeah. And Andy Dick's like, you hear that? Machines. Yeah. Like, Will Ferrell plays the architect. Like, it's just so I think I remember funny. that. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Satan's Alley. I'd watch that movie yeah, for sure. Yeah, Satan's Alley would oh, be. Yeah. <laughs> just I love Tobey Maguire too. I don't know why him and Elijah Wood like I maybe it's something attached to my childhood that like uh Lord of the Rings and Spider-Man were just so influential on me right. that like they can do no wrong, but like yeah, those two to me are awesome. Tobey Maguire's reputation is not very good. He's supposed really? to be a asshole. Are you going to do this? Crazy. Are you going to do this all show? I might. I how many? Like, how know, many are you going duty. to ruin? I just need to it's let you duty. know. Yeah. I just want to. I would just want you to know he's not very nice. Did either of you see Come to Daddy? That came out twenty nineteen. It's an Elijah Wood movie. It's no. like an indie film. No, it's like a psychological thriller slash like horror movie. Highly, highly recommend. Okay, highly recommend. Elijah Wood's cool though. He does Wilfred. Like, is he? Is he the daddy in that movie? He is the son of the daddy. Oh, okay, he's daddy's boy. Oh, 
No, I saw my boy. That was Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> That's yeah. my boy. That's my boy. I, I fucking love Let that Justin discharge the whole show. Oh, fucking. All right, fine, Jason. Um, All right. <laughs> so let me ask this. Let me start with this question. Is Robert Downey Jr. a good dude? Yeah. Uh, Supposedly. Yeah. Okay. Because, like. Yeah. I mean, he's like Robert Downey Jr. You know, he's definitely like a wise ass. Right. And, uh, you know, has those qualities to him. Right. But in a decent way, I guess. Yeah. I think because it, it amazes me when you talk about the fact that, and he was not to reference Rogue in all fucking movie, but um, there is a clip on the internet where they talk about how, you know, he's like, how have you not been canceled for that? Like, because that is like, you just can't do that. You can't do blackface. And and he did it, pulled it off, and was like very unoffensive in, in, in the art of it. He was nominated for an Oscar for it. Right. L- like literally really? the joke. The yeah. joke that he's like so serious he got skin pigmentation and he's gonna get an Oscar another Oscar win for it. Happened. Both uh <laughs> Both he and Tom Cruise were nominated for Oscars for this movie. Well, Tom I'm, Cruise should have been because if you don't know it's Tom Cruise, you spend the whole movie wondering who the fuck is in the suit. Right. You did really you, do. Did you know it was him when you saw it? Yeah, only because I was familiar with like the dancing scenes. Okay. Uh, right, but I found right, right. that – so the movie's directed by Ben Stiller, right? Right. That Tom Cruise had just like kind of heard about the movie – and it was like unclear if like that character was like originally like part of the movie, but Tom Cruise was like, "I'll be in your." I want to do this, but ah. I want like free reign to like be wild. And Ben Stiller was like, "Yeah." Ben Stiller is a good dude. And it it, it comes off. It's so good. Oh. Yeah. So my brain. He can be. Is... I've heard he can be tough to work with. When you hit that many home runs. Yeah, he's got a he's got a storied career more than I was willing to admit to when I yeah. started like going through. But you don't have to necessarily be an asshole just because you have a whole bunch of hits. You know? I understand, but if you have if you know something works or you want something a certain way, yeah. But you uh, his reputation is more that he's very demanding and sort of like on this movie they all the cast joked that he was like a dictator on set. You know, like that just very tough to to oh work my with. God. So. And you think like a lot of comedians would be like really fun and goofy and everything, right. but that's not always the case. Yeah, especially when you hear like you know, half of the things Will Ferrell says are improv. Like you would imagine that the reason that or how they get there is because they're just having fun, right? And then he says something hilarious, and they're like, "No, you got to do that on camera." Well, who is the one? Was it? I think it was one of you guys that was telling the Kevin James story. It was me. Was yeah. that you? Yeah. I mean, and so there you go. Just like, right. Don't even look at me. Right. Why, why are you looking at me? You know, right. like messed up type of stuff. I don't think blackface was the most offensive thing when it came out at first. Simple Jack was way more. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, Downey had already been canceled and put in Hollywood jail. True. A few times by the point. Uh, from drug addiction and being an ass, 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 ass as a youth. Oh, I got it. Sorry. He was put that was in Hollywood jail and he was put in literal jail. Yes. Put in so, real, real yes. Jail. Something I, I want to speak to Jaytronic's comment there uh, of a video I saw on YouTube within like the last month. But it was this like super touching moment 
at some award show where Robert Downey Jr. brings out Mel Gibson on stage with him. And Robert Downey Jr. is accepting an award. And it was like after the whole thing with Mel like being drunk, like whatever slurs he used. It was something like anti-Semitic. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Robert Downey Jr. is like, listen. He was like, I had low points in my life which affected my career. He was like, and Mel Gibson like always stood by my side. He was like, now huh. to see you guys do to him what you did to me, knowing none of you in this room are without sin. He's like, I won't fucking have it. Huh. He was like, this man has been nothing but nice to me, and he's done some things that are inexcusable, and he fucking knows it. And I refuse to turn my back on him the way you turned your back on me. And he was the only one there for me. And it was like wild touching. Cool. I was like, yo, shout out Ben Stiller. Sh- you mean Robert Downey Robert Jr. Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. It's an odd time to do that. Like he was winning an award and he brought Mel on stage. Yeah. Okay. He was like accepting an award and he was like, while we're at it. Oh, was it I like pre-planned or was he just like, by the way, Mel, can you come up here for a second? So Mel was on the side of the stage. So I don't, oh, given maybe, the context. Like presenting maybe? Well, given the context, I don't know if he would have been presenting. But yeah. maybe. I'm not sure. Well, I don't think they've done any movies together. So I don't no. know why they no. would be on the stage. But yeah. I mean, respect for standing up for yeah. you guys. You know, I don't know if it's the right place. But what Women Want is a great fucking movie. I love What Women Want. Daddy's Home too is fantastic. <laughs> okay. Mel, yeah, Mel Gibson is a great filmmaker. I don't think you can you can question. No. But getting back to blackface, I was I watched a clip today of Jamie Foxx on Joe Rogan was talking about it, and um, you know he was saying how there wasn't an issue with it because you know actors are entertainers, and there's an aspect of that where you have to consider intent right i mean right. you know are you he's are not you trying doing to be it? hurtful no and it's part of it's not robert downey jr in blackface it's part of his role as an actor who is so method that right. in order to be cast you know he's getting the skin pigmentation so he can play a black guy authentically right so yeah i mean if it wasn't just like a goofy what's that crazy movie you said with like the really the blackface that had like it was on the poster I was like, oh man, I can't remember the movie from like 2001, but uh, there was like a really creepy blackface done in it. Oh, we we like look, we found it like looking something up. Oh, I've never seen remember. it. Was like a movie poster that came up. It had like yeah. Jamie Kennedy or some shit. In That's it. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so it's not like you know, it wasn't it wasn't done in an offensive way. It was done as it fit into the context of the movie and everything. So, I mean, this is and it's really one that you don't hear anything about at all. And I think fairly so. I don't think it's offensive and granted like any of tropic thunder no part of tropic thunder has ever been pulled out on the carpet as like this is i can't believe this was ever made this is so offensive right no part of tropic thunder has ever done that been pulled out on the carpet for that nope so i had never seen the movie before but i knew robert downey jr was in blackface in it you know so as i'm watching it i'm like and I know this is probably not great optics, three white guys talking about if blackface is offensive in this fucking movie or not. But I was like, I, I don't know if I would say it was like tastefully done, but like it's done in a very self-aware way where like Al Pacino or whatever mm-hmm. 
like they have a conversation about it being fucked up right you know what i mean at no point yeah, he's like yeah i know <laughs> yeah he does you know and i would say that robert downey jr does like like a caricature as opposed to like stereotypes you know and what really I mean? he's doing a caricature of a white guy who's taking shit way too seriously yeah. and is stealing a role from a black person. Like, I mean, really he's making fun of white people, not black people. Yeah. And which, you know, other people might disagree and just say the use of blackface is, is, is offensive, is no offensive. Doubt. But like, for me, I was like, this is, you know, cause the other like famous, like blackface, incidents of late is jimmy fallon doing blackface to play chris rock right which like i don't i don't i don't know i'm under the impression chris rock said he wasn't offended by it right but like i can understand that being in like poor taste right or like jimmy kimmel doing shaquille or uh charles barkley yeah but then like acting like he's like you know right mentally challenged almost right 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 he goes hard and like that is like obviously like Okay, that's like a little cringy, yeah. but this is like done in a metal way that's very self-aware that isn't like stereotypy. Where I was like going into the movie confused why this wasn't like what right cancel culture was coming after. But then I was like, I get it, I get why it's not. But then also like, I don't know if I can give that much credit to the cancel mob that they had like the the wherewithal and foresight to be like, no, this is okay. Well, and then it's kind of, you know what I mean? I was just thinking, cause like two of the most like insane, like method acting is like Dallas buyers club between Jared Leto and McConaughey losing so much weight. And then we saw Bale add so much weight to play, um, Dick Cheney and like all that kind of stuff. Like it's just kind of even amazing how it almost preceded some of the things like Jared Leto has like a disease now because he lost so much weight for Dallas buyers club. Really? Yeah. Like, he has, like, a blood disorder now from the way he, like, crash-dieted to get that thin and then added it all back on to do the, whatever the role he did next. Like, kind of wild, like, how that kind of preceded all of that. Like, it was almost like a prediction in a lot of ways, too, as much as yeah. it was making fun of some past performances. Yeah. I think when people first saw it, or, or you know, when they first saw the trailer or the marketing, they're like, wait a sec, Robert Downey Jr. is in blackface. Like, that's not cool. And then once the movie came out, it just kind of, like, went away. Like, yeah. every, I think everyone just understood. They just got it. They're well, like, this is just it, – it fits in the context of the movie. And, like, even black people, you know, Jamie Foxx, obviously, like he said, but then others, I don't think – I don't ever remember hearing anyone, like, raising yeah. an issue with it. Uh, Jason says, I remember the blackface being a big deal when the movie came out. Um, I, I don't, but we were also pretty, well, I was only 16. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, or 2018. Yeah. For what? Tropic Thunder. This is 2008. Yeah. Oh, I meant we were 18. Yeah. yeah. We oh, were okay. 18. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 And then, uh, Jared Leto took a lot of crap for taking a role away from a real trans person. I... It's, I can't. That whole conversation is really tough because, and especially because Hollywood is so. There's only one it, trans actor that I'm aware of. That's the thing. It's like Laverne Cox. It's very tough because you know people want to be represented fairly and right. authentically, but also you have to consider it from the other side of it, where it's like, 
there was a, a movie that Scarlett Johansson was going to film in Pittsburgh actually called Rub and Tug, which was about a trans person who operated a, a massage parlor in the 70s, and she was going to play a trans role. And then there was so much backlash against a non-trans person playing that role that she eventually dropped out of the movie and it didn't get made. And this was like a year ago or a year or two ago. And it's like, okay, I get that you want to have like a real trans person play that role. But now but the, you, only, like, you the only reason the movie, movie was getting made was because Scarlett Johansson, right, aka the biggest female movie star in the entire world, was going to do it. So like you guys, yes, you know, authenticity is important, but it's also like, I don't know, man. People just seem to forget that actors are acting. And yeah. It's, I don't, I don't personally have an issue with like a straight person playing a gay character or like hunter shaper like that, from you know? euphoria thank you anastasia that's right yeah but I mean, like just, to me I, it just doesn't make sense like if you're pretending you can pretend to be whatever you want to be it's to a certain extent it's like you know and it's more of an issue because you know obviously like trans is like a hot button issue right. like in american culture right now but like logic wise it's not too far removed from being mad that daniel day lewis played abraham lincoln because it wasn't actually Abraham Lincoln playing himself. Like, at a certain point, like, movies are, like, escapism. Pretend. Yeah. Like. I see where you're going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, it, if I get that it's an issue because, like, trans rights are very prevalent right now. But, like, it would be, like, the, the fucking mixed martial arts community being mad that, like, fighter, like, Tom Hardy isn't a real UFC fighter. Right. Like, at a right, certain right, point, right, like, right, right. if we continue down this path, like... Yeah, you have gonna, to draw the line somewhere. Everything's right? going to be a fucking documentary. And right. I think I I think I mentioned this on the show, someone that we did back in, like, the summer or whatever, but it's gotten to the point where, like, uh, when Star Wars was coming out, like, the new trilogy, there was this group in England who were, like, represented people with facial deformities or, like, facial scars, and they're like, we don't want to see people with facial scars being villainized anymore because they're always the villain in movies and people with like scars on their face shouldn't wow. be thought of as villains. Like, because you know, Kylo Ren has a scar or whatever. Wow. So like, that's to the point we're getting to where that's like, crazy. you know, everyone just is speaking up and I mean, like, I get it, but like still, I mean, I <laughs> must've never seen pay it forward. I haven't seen pay it forward. I don't Or Lords of Dogtown, but mm. it's also, it's also tough because like, we aren't on that team so right like if i had facial scars and like everyone in the movie had a facial scar and people thought i was like an asshole because all the villains they were seeing in movies were assholes like i probably i don't know if i would relate to that or not they it's, definitely it's, hate 90 percent of the james bond movies definitely yeah they always that's have like a trope on. in james bond movies yeah i think you just have to be like so self-absorbed though to like take issue with that you know what i mean like, to some extent I mean, it's definitely part of the culture of like everybody airing agreements about everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So. But there, I mean, there's there's probably some validity to it, but it's also right. You know, you have to draw the line. Is there, this the most serious thoughts from the movies ever? <laughs> at this point, I don't know. Schindler's List. We got Luke, serious. Yeah, sure. Luke yeah. didn't even have a whole fucking hand. Good point, Jason. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He lost a whole hand. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's have some fun again. Better or worse than? Let's go. All right. So I have a list. I think I have eight movies. Um, better or worse than Tropic Thunder. Hang on a second. I got everything. I just want to pat ourselves on the back. I think we handled that very well. Oh, well, yeah. I I did legitimately think that if we were going, if I was going to get a phone call from Derek shutting down thoughts from the movies, it would have been, had to, Tropic Thunder would have been a part of it. It's not over yet. That's, That's true. true. Still early. Still a yeah. lot of game left. <laughs> Still a lot of game left. All right. Uh, first one, 
uh, Tropic Thunder really takes a look at Hollywood. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised by this. Yeah, go Josh. Well done. Yeah, all right. So the disaster artist, uh, you know, kind of like poking fun at Hollywood kind of deal. So better or worse than uh, Tropic Thunder? I think that one's actually kind of tough. Because I do like the Disaster Artist a lot, and that's my Same. crew, the Rogan Franco crew. Like that's yeah, my that's my comedic, crew. that's yeah. my favorite comedic yeah. crew right there. And uh, that movie is also really well done, and it's about a movie. It's it's like a movie about making a movie, and about a movie that sucks. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And uh, man, that's actually a really good comp for this one. I I I don't know. Either you guys have a take. I'm gonna take the Disaster Artist. Okay. Because. While I really enjoy Ben Stiller, Danny McBride, Jack Black, I think the Disaster Artist cast is like equally like a funny collection of guys, but they're just like more lovable guys. Like, yeah, I don't think anybody loves Danny McBride. The people love to laugh at Danny McBride, yeah. but I don't think anybody's always like anyone like, oh, Danny McBride. Just like James Franco, Dave Franco, they have like this like boyish charm about them. Yeah, it's like well, endearing. and their brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually gonna go with Tropic Thunder. I agree with everything you're saying, and I fully understand it. Um, I think Tropic Thunder is just a much more quotable and memorable movie. Oh, for sure. Um, like the Disaster true. Artist has its moments for sure, but I there's so much more that I take from Tropic Thunder. Well, and most of the quotes from the Disaster Artist are actually quotes from the room right right so did you say that one of you hadn't seen the room before right? i've not I've, seen the room yeah, seen oh that. you've not seen the room mm-hmm. okay so i watched the room and then i watched the disaster artist like back to back yeah so i think that might be part of like my affinity towards interesting sure. okay yeah i'll take tropic thunder though uh the next one what are you taking i've never seen the disaster artist oh okay mm-hmm. so but i knew like i know enough about it and you both have spoken very highly of the movie i thought like yeah that's a good one yeah real solid uh this one is fun because it pulls a lot on action movie tropes and it like makes fun of action movies, but it is an action movie. Um, it points out a lot of like really bad tropes inside of, of Hollywood. Um, hot fuzz better or worse than Tropic Thunder. I haven't seen hot fuzz. Can I substitute Shaun of the dead? Sure. In a lot of ways. I'll, I'll take Shaun of the dead. I'll, okay. I'll take that comedic pairing. Nice. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen any of those movies. That trilogy okay. with Nick Frost and yeah, Simon yeah, Pegg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I think they're all Edgar Wright. Are they? Yes, not? they are. Yeah. Um, I would, I would take Tropic Thunder, but Hot Fuzz is one of my favorites. Um, uh, Nick Frost is just, oh my god! In this movie, particularly, he plays up the dumb best friend role like so well. You've never seen Bad Boys too, and he makes him watch Point Break. So there Shout you go, out. Zach. More than Justin's wanted to do. Wait, so I, I will never watch it. Uh, so so w- which of the trilogy is the best, though? Is it Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is number yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't stop me now. Right when he's hitting the zombies at the bar with the cricket bat to "Don't stop me now." You haven't you beat. haven't seen Shaun of the Dead? No. I I think we'll have to sprinkle it into the mix here okay. in the coming weeks. I saw Zombieland. I like that one. Zombieland is nowhere. Yeah. Jtronics loves Kenny Powers. <laughs> um, it's, it's a Eastbound and Down is one of the funniest fucking shows ever. Uh, All right. So, again, making fun of Hollywood. I I know what movie is coming next on this list. Um, And Hand Up, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm the click commander. (laughs) I mean, uh, Kevin Smith is not necessarily known as a comedy director, but Jay and Silent Bob 
are yeah. I mean, think about his movies. He's definitely known He's, as a yeah. comedy director. What? Yeah. All of his bigger movies are comedies for yeah. sure. He's not a comedy. I don't think people think Chasing Amy when they think Kevin Smith. Yeah. At all. Dogma is a comedy. Yeah. All right. I think right. Yeah. I'm thinking like I'm thinking Clerks, Jane, Silent Bob, Zach and Mary. Like I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking comedies when I think Kevin Smith. And it's just <laughs> my coworker through the yarp line at me. <laughs> yarp. <laughs> I I'll be honest. I haven't seen Jay and Silent Bob. That's fine. Oh man, that's fine. Actually, is it a sequel to Clerks? Do you know? Do is you know why is? I saw Jay and Silent Bob? No. Robbie Worth. Oh really? Was talking so highly of it at the lunch table the one day, and I thought, well, shit. I guess I better see Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Is it? So are they trying to make a Star Wars movie? Is that what's happening? Um. Why is it? What's yes. the Star Wars factor? Or is it just the name? Because Kevin Smith's a nerd. I kind honestly of. couldn't. I know what happens in the movie. I could not tell you what the fuck like, it's about. Like, there's, there's Star Wars references. It's not the Star Wars movie, though, that Kevin James directed. Like, or, um, or no, that's not what I'm saying. What am I thinking of where they're, like, remaking Star Wars? What's that movie? Zack and Mary make a porno. No. Spaceballs? No, I can't remember. Um, so one with George Carlin with the rules of the road? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, 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 uh, Tropic Thunder. Did you guys me. see the newest one? Uh, no, 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 it's no not yet. It's rough. Well, um, it's rough. Super Groovy Cartoon Movie was fun. Jalen Silent Bob Super Groovy Cartoon Movie. But all right, um, next one. Oh, I asked Josh Oshie for his opinion. Uh, you don't know Josh Oshie, but he is a state officer. Uh, in Pennsylvania, and a movie lover, fanatic, and Super Troopers, by far, is his favorite movie of all time. He picked Tropic Thunder. Ooh, okay. Interesting. In terms of quotable, quotability... Snozberries tastes like snozberries. I think it's really close. I mean, I think true, Super Troopers is probably more laugh out loud. Farva, what's that place <laughs> like with all the things <laughs> on the walls? Shenanigans? Oh, you mean God damn it! Oh, <laughs> uh, man. It's Oof! I might give the slight edge to Super Troopers. I think, I think, I think I could watch it right now and just laugh out loud at a lot of moments. It's so it. good. I love them both dearly. Yes. And uh, Tropic Thunder has the Hollywood aspect, but this is probably the f- slightly funnier movie. Yeah, co- but action comedy movie. Yeah. I watched it for the first time, right around the time that Super Troopers Two came out. And I was like, it looks so dumb. I don't think this is going to be for me. I laughed so fucking hard the entire so time. Funny, it's dude. so fucking funny. It's really funny. It's so good. And I think the second one was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I haven't seen the second one. I remember, I I think that it was okay. But I heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Super Troopers, though, is uh, a classic. All right, next one. Fuck yeah! Man, Yemen. <laughs> Team America. This is they a tough just, one. They just don't make them like this anymore. They don't. You know? They really don't. There's not many puppet sex scenes anymore. My grandfather loved this movie. I bet he did. Nice. From everything you've told me about your grandfather, that doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, Better or worse than... Uh, that's, that's so hard to compare because Team America is just so unique. It like, really is. It's just It kind of stands alone. Um, I'm not a huge fan of South Park and those guys. Like, you know, basketball is fine, and I don't really watch South Park or anything, but uh, 
I Tropic Thunder, I think for me. Okay. Even though I definitely respect this movie a lot. Yeah. For what it is. I'd go Tropic Thunder. I think so too. I think you got to really be willing to sit down and watch Team America. I don't think you just throw it on and enjoy your afternoon. Yeah, it's just like a novelty thing. Yeah, you know what you're getting into when you watch uh, Team America World Police. All right, uh, Justin. Oh, you dog. <laughs> now you I'm just devil. pitting your favorite movies against each other. You really are making it tough. Yeah. That's for sure. Don't this worry, is... I got one for you too. Hey. <laughs> yeah. This. Oh, oh man. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the movie that I'm bidding for him. He's not happy. Hmm. This might be a tie. I really I love Pineapple Express so much. I and do. I I love to quote it too. Yeah. But it's also it's like the comedy that's not laugh out loud, but it's just like it makes you smile on the inside. You're like, that's really funny. But I don't like Pineapple Express. What? Yeah. What? I don't. Well, you go right to hell. All uh-huh. right. How dare you? I I like I I watched it and I was like okay, but like I think it did was. Did you watch it in the theater? No, that's the no. Mistake. I watched it alone. Got it's yeah. a, it's one of those. Uh, it's another one. Yeah. No, I also was not high. weren't high. weren't with a group of people. Yeah. That's the thing with comedies, man. It's it's tough to get into them when you watch them by yourself. It really is. I think. I don't know. I watched Sausage Party alone and I peed my pants. Really? That's a real story. I. I saw Sausage Party in the theaters, so and I funny. was like, wow, this was like a really funny movie. And then the last like five minutes happened, where they like all just start fucking. Yeah. I literally thought I was having a medical emergency. <laughs> I was laughing so hard, and I couldn't breathe, and like I started to see dots and shit. And I was like, I'm going to fucking die in yeah. this theater right Sausage now. Sausage Party... Like the whole movie is just so fucking ridiculous, oh. and like the hey, hi, how are you? Being the fire water and sh- like, oh my oh, god, yeah. I could I could do a whole paper on why <laughs> Sausage Party's the funniest movie ever made. Looking back on it, wildly racist. Oh, but I think it's it's a cartoon. Not to not to bring back up. Uh, Doctor Seuss is fine. They're just cartoons. Well, Get over but it. But like uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone said that they got away with everything on South Park because how can you be mad about a cartoon? Yeah. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Anastasia says, best movie, saw it in theaters. Pineapple Express. Yeah. I It's a tie for me. They're both uh, along sim. I'd say they're, they're I view them the same in terms of okay. their comedy and, and, you know, the movies themselves. I would go Pineapple Express. Okay. I'm, I'm Tropic Thunder, but that's, you know, that's just me. It's a good call, though. The Here next one go. is for Zach. Another Jack Black classic. Another Kyle Gass classic. Classic. Yeah. I mean, I. It's one of the best movies ever. I honestly don't like it that much. What? I was not really into it. I'm. Indeed. How did you? Why did you think Zach liked it so much? Because he talks about it a lot. So here, here's my deal. Here's my deal. I love Tenacious D. Uh huh. The band. The band. Mostly their, this is going to sound pretentious and douchey, but mostly their early stuff. Okay. <laughs> but. Deep cuts, man. Yeah. I like Tenacious D. This is going to sound weird, but like, just like the vocal harmonies. Yeah. Are like so good. So like. But yeah, I so, know. I mean, like, just like Weird Al music is funny. It's yeah. good. Like, I, I think my favorite Tenacious D song is like, Dude, I Totally Miss You. Yeah. Or like, Last Week Kyle Quit the Band. Uh-huh. So, like, will I scream 
sing Kickapoo and Beelzebub? Yes. Yes. But like there was like so there's a scene in this movie where they're tripping like and they yeah. meet Sasquatch. Right. Okay. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, the tenacious D Sasquatch thing. But on their HBO series, they have a Sasquatch bit in that that is far superior to the one in the film. So you're almost because you're such a big Tenacious D fan, you're able to pick Tropic Thunder over it because it's not their best work. It's yes. just their most popular. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know this. Yes. They there's so there's like the skit in their HBO thing where they go to this dude Fast Eddie's like pawn shop and he's talking about like all these fucking drugs he did and he was like the Rockstar Mythos is a lie. It's like the Easter Bunny or Sasquatch. And they fucking, they leave and they're like, fucking Captain Ed, fucking cock smoker, fucking joint sucker. And they're like having this moment where they're like burning their merch and they're like, it's over. Like, and then they see Sasquatch and then like, holy shit, like Sasquatch is real. The rock star mythos is real. And then like Sasquatch like joins the band and shit. And it's like, oh, wow, it's really funny. Okay. So like, I'm just a fan of other Tenacious D work more than this I movie. See. All right. Sorry to go on that tangent. I know nobody asked for that, but now you know. I'm picking Tropic Thunder. Definitely. I did not love Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny all that much, okay. as, even though I am a big fan of the band. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anastasia says the 40-year-old virgin is the funniest. and I, It's really fucking funny. It'd be hard to beat. Um, the end scene where they do uh, Age, of, Age Aquarius. of Aquarius. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Everybody's favorite movie. And I hate this movie, uh, The Hangover. You hate this movie? I like I. It, it's almost like I can't even remember watching it and liking it because I'm so tired of hearing fucking people talk about it. The Hangover Two and Hangover Three are some of the worst movies ever made. And like Super people are always like, "This is The Hangover." Like when you're out, like anytime you leave your house and you have a drink with your friend and you forget where somebody was, it's like it's like it's The Hangover. No, it's not. Your life's not as funny as that movie. Like, shut the fuck up. Until you're drinking Dr. McGillicuddy on your way to Ponderosa. That is true. To talk to me about the that fucking That is hangover. true. That is true. Um, so you're saying you liked it at one point, but you don't remember when that was? Yeah, I don't. Like, I've gotten so annoyed with it and the references to it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my personal preference is probably Tropic Thunder, but I do not deny that The Hangover is great and hilarious. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Definitely iconic, I think. Yeah. I'm going The Hangover. Okay. That's fine. Starts off with a Danzig song. Yes, it does. The yes, The Hangover does. is one of the, I mean, in terms of the funniest movie-going experiences that I, of my life, in you know, in terms of being at the theater, laughing until I cried and, like, all that stuff, number one, hands down, is super bad. Yes. Uh, and that was like I was crying the third time that I watched. We were it. literally the age of super bad yeah, too. And like was... I saw it with my friends. Like I mean, it was yeah. And I saw it in a theater with three other people, and it was yeah. still like it was yeah. Number two is probably this is the end. You know, yeah. along the same lines for a lot of the same reasons, same humor. But the Hangover, man. I mean, in terms of like the theater rocking the entire way throughout. I mean, I I don't know if you could find a movie bigger than the hangover in terms of just like universally found to be funny yeah you know what the not everybody was laughing 
but the funniest, most raucous crowd reaction that I found hilarious seeing a movie ever was. I saw Paranormal Activity. Yes. At the nope. waterfront. Yep. What? Same. Same. Funny? These, Same. Oh, my people, God. The funniest. These people were losing their <laughs> fucking minds, like screaming like, bitch yeah don't you see that shit moving yeah. get yeah. the fuck out yeah. i mean just, like oh. people I... screamed because it's you're oh you're held God. captive through that movie because the camera doesn't move uh-huh. you're just stuck watching what's happening so like and there's not a lot of sound because it's it's security footage you don't hear stuff so like there's all this really awkward dead silence in the theater of just like you just kind of hear like the sound of like a videotape recording. So people feel obligated to make noise at that movie when they watch it together. Okay. And some of the shit that I, cause I saw it in theaters three times. Yeah. And like, I was like, this is the fun. Like each time was funnier than the fucking last. Wow. People. It, it was like, it was like the modern Stanford prison experiment. Oh, like I just absolutely. watched people divulge into madness. And I was like, right. I can't believe and I'm you would here be for like, this. You would be laughing, scream because of the jump scare, and then return to laughing. Like, yeah. it was a wild ride of emotion. I remember everyone came out, because I was working in a movie theater at the time, and everyone that came out of the theater was just, like, shocked and terrified by the ending. I don't remember the funny bit at oh, all. Oh, my dude, God. We, oh, yeah. The most electric so movie I've ever saw yeah. in theaters. Okay, nice. Um, Anastasia and I saw 21 Jump Street in theaters. We were sitting up against the fucking front of it. Heads cocked right up. We right. laughed the whole way through the movie. That's yeah, that one's up there for sure. Um, that one was one of ours. And then I think she's referring to uh that shit was the funniest in theaters. We all three shared the paranormal activity oh experience because I mean that was just too fucking funny. Um, no, I think she's talking about Mr. Chow's. Oh, yes. Mr. Chow's dick. Also hilariously small cock. Always funny. No, always funny. Uh, and then the other one, my favorite movie-going experience of all time is This is the End. Nice. Um, we went with a whole group of friends, cu- and they were all couples at the time, fighting. Every couple was, like, picking at each other. <laughs> going into this oh, movie, man. you would have thought, like, I I thought going in, like, people were late. Like, shit was, it was a bad night. And I thought for sure, like, people would leave halfway through the movie. Everyone stayed through the end of it. And at the end of it, we were all just fucking rolling on the floor. It's so fucking It is funny. so funny. I've not watched it since the first time I saw it because I'm afraid it's not as funny as I remember. It's still pretty great, but it just it tapers off towards the end. Yeah. Like there's a point where they I think definitely after they leave the house is not that great, you know, cuz then it's just like they're trying to end the movie. All the best comedy is in the first half. Yeah, of the dicks movie. up. Yeah. One of the greatest lines ever. Yeah, you were d- there. Dicks up. I yeah. I feel like Craig Robinson is so underutilized. Anastasia, what's the movie where Craig Robinson doesn't talk that's on Netflix that you liked? Um, Yeah. There's one with Anna Kendrick where he plays the devil. It's so (laughs) funny. He's like a jazzy, like, devil that, like, plays the piano and shit. That's awesome. Funny story. Craig Robinson, I met him at a bar in L.A. Don't you fucking say he's a bad dude. No, he was a cool guy. Like, he was doing shots with people. But he was wearing the towel on his shoulder like he wears in This is the End. Like, he has the towel on his shoulder. He had a towel in real life. And I'm like, does he just, like, really actually sweat a lot? Like, is that why? I I mean, if you look at him, 
He's a, he's a big dude. He's a yeah. big dude. Yeah. Like, you could see where he sweats a lot. I that think that's what sense. it is. He was very sweaty that night, but I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, he's actually wearing the towel. That's that wasn't awesome. a gag for the movie. I, awesome. I saw, like, a tweet because, I mean, I, I feel like it's, like, not, like, a cultural thing, but, like, the big black guy with, like, a towel. Right. I saw a tweet. Someone was, like, was outside today and saw a black guy with a towel on his shoulder. Summer's officially here. And I was <laughs> oh like, God. that's how you know. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jay Baruchel in this movie. Uh, as well. Fuck Jay Baruchel. Stop it. Um, stop it. This I is this is my like all star cast, like my dream cast. This is your dream cast. Yeah, I mean all these guys. It's the sure. Ocean's Eleven of like comedies. Yeah, for oh well for this type of comedy, you know, like yeah. the R rated, but also like the clever comedy. That it's these the posse guys do. cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, he was in Tropic Thunder. Um, yeah, he was the the new nerdy guy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't put Zach and Mary make a porno on this list. I really thought not you were action. Going to. Mm. Yeah, it's about making a movie. I thought that's yeah. what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Totally unrelated, but I just want to throw it out here since we're talking about comedies. I think one of the most underrated comedies is The Hall Pass. Hall Pass with Owen, Jason Owen, Owen Wilson and, and Stephen Jason. Merchant? Uh, Owen Wilson and Stephen Merchant and Jason Sudeikis? Is he yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking love that movie. Really? I fucking love that movie. It has some funny parts when for the sure. Porn is on the action. Wall, That's a good yeah. point. I've just, I can't even. I remember. Porn uh, is action, yes. <laughs> it def- there's definitely some action. Uh, I remember liking Hall Pass a lot the first time. Second time, not as much. But it definitely has its moments for sure. Yeah, I, ju- I, I love Stephen Merchant. I think, you know, he's wildly underrated too. Definitely. Definitely Stephen Merchant is underrated. Stephen Merchant is the crab in Moana. It's shiny. I don't know. No. Is he? I, I know what he looks like. It's I don't the know. really lanky British Tall guy. with, yeah, glasses. Hell he's of an SS officer in Jojo, Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And yeah. then he's uh, he's also... <laughs> Co-creator of The Office. Yep. And he's the bookkeeper at um, at In the Good Place, at the end of The Good Place. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. Because that one's very much in, yeah, an action... Yeah. Yeah, comedy thing. I and like again, I didn't try to pick the best comedy movies. I right. tried yeah. to pick like action or ones that were talking about the industry. Sure. Yeah, that was a good list. Yeah, thanks. Well done. All right, Zach. Bring on the quotes. Justin and I are gonna attempt to guess. Uh I'm going in the dark. First one is heavyweights. No. Oh boy. No. There was almost a heavyweights quote, but chat, Zach is gonna read a uh movie quote if you know it. Spam it in the chat. So these are all Ben Stiller movie quotes. Maybe not Ben Stiller was the one that spoke them, but these are all from Ben Stiller yeah. movies. And we're trying to name the movie. You want to do like a three second buffer so the chat can sure. type? Yeah. So, so like you read it and then count to three and then cable guy. Yeah. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. I tried to fart and a little shit came out. I sharted. All right. Now let's go. Something about Polly. Along came Polly, or Along came Polly. Something about Mary and Along came Polly are both Ben Stiller movies that are very fucking similar. Definitely, I think it's the one with Cameron Diaz in it. Something about Mary. Yeah, it is Philip Seymour Hoffman and Along came Polly. Oh, oh there you go. Fuck. They're playing basketball. Okay, which the Philip Seymour Hoffman basketball scenes in Along yeah. came Polly. I don't think I've seen Along came Polly. He he had that period of like random ones that I didn't see, like Duplex yeah. and Polly, yeah. but. R.I.P. to Philip Seymour Hoffman, the yes. real one. He is. It all comes back one to of Twister. my favorites. Right. It all comes back to Twister. Right. 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 All right. We'll give you a crit. We'll give you a point for that one. Thanks. Yeah. 
It was one or the other. We'll give you a half a pendant from yeah. Legends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. Look, there's that kid from Costco with the big fat dick walking around with his massive cock like he owns the joint. That shit just banging against his kneecaps. $20 that guy's dick dips in the toilet when he's taking a shit. Do you know it? <laughs> I have no idea. I so I totally forgot about this movie, and I forgot Ben Stiller was in it, but then I realized that. I was like, oh, wow. I've seen this movie like 20 times, and it's fucking hilarious every time. It is The Watch. Oh, I don't ben think I Stiller, saw The Watch. Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill. They're like the neighborhood watch. Yeah. And yeah. like... Oh, I, very vaguely. Okay, I, I think I've to, seen. They all wear like the tiger it. jackets. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. see it, and I the reviews for it were not great, and I never ended up seeing it's it. It's very funny. Is okay. it really? it's very funny. Yeah, it's, who's it? Vince Vaughn and, and Jonah Hill and Ben Stiller. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a solid cast. That's for good sure. cast. Yeah, yeah. All right. Like I said, I, I try to make this difficult. Yeah, it's, uh, I try to good. make These are good. Some good ones. All right, number three. In my opinion, which used to matter around here. We shouldn't be flinging new memberships at every guy who puts together a pair of matching gloves and boots. I think it's Night at the Museum. New memberships for every guy has what? Pair of something. In my boots? opinion, which used to matter around here, we shouldn't be flinging new memberships at every guy who puts together a pair of matching gloves and boots. That or Zoolander. The fashion of it makes me think Zoolander. It's definitely not the first Zoolander. Mm. It might be the second one, oh. which I don't remember very well. Chat, you have you have the chance to steal this one if you're new a real memberships. One. Guys wearing something in boots. Closing in three, two. I don't know. One Zoolander two. I'll say it. You guys ready? It's a deep cut. Oh, mystery men. Oh. oh my god mystery man fuck yeah i haven't seen underrated. that in so long here's the deal underrated that's another hint to a later segment actually the segment that follows this one uh, yeah mystery man Dude, Dude, mystery underrated man movie fucked. super underrated, underrated. casanova so, frankenstein oh so good <laughs> yes Dude. guy who throws the forks yeah. oh <laughs> it's so uh, good what's a poo what's his name paul not paul anka um, oh i don't remember I don't know. It's it's the, definitely a name you the know. The Fort guy is the guy that is the voice of Apu on The Simpsons. Hank Azaria. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think it is. Bowler, shoveler, invisible. Oh, spleen. Hank Azaria. No, spleen is. It's Paul Rubens. It's Pee Wee oh, Herman. It's Paul Rubens. Okay. Yeah. Oh my Pee-wee god. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, Dude, William H Macy as the shoveler. Greg Kinnear. Kel Keenan from Kel. Yep. Kel yeah. Janine Garofalo. Yeah. Really Mystery Men. Super underrated. Super underrated. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God, That's a good one. So That's a good one. Dane right. Cook? Yeah. Dane Cook. Dane Cook's in that movie? No. Oh. I was like, what? All right, number four. You threw her down the stairs? No, but I imagined it, and I liked it. I'm evil. That is something about Mary. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, Meet the Fockers. Oh. Okay chat oh dane cook is in it in, in mystery man let's look this up while we let that them. was way before dane cook was a thing yeah that was like six years before dane cook was a thing just tom waits i forgot tom waits was in it eddie izzard just you could just do dane cook's credits yeah and see 1999 anyway what's the answer michael to this bay one? played a frat boy just playing himself yeah. uh the answer to this one is duplex Mm. I didn't see duplex. There you go. 
Oh, that makes sense though. Yeah, because he's living with Jenny. Aniston. There's this fucking old lady that lives above them. That's like a piece of shit. Mystery Waffler. men. Mystery Waffler. men. The waffle. Nice. Well shit. done, Anastasia. Wow. Good call. That was a deep pull. Yeah. Um, duplex. Pool. Okay. I don't. I haven't seen like any of these uh, yeah, so far. These are the Ben duplex Stiller movies I haven't watched. It's it's Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore. So like. Oh, I thought it was Jenny. That's right. That's yeah. a long came Polly. That's ah. a long came Polly. Yeah. Okay. Um, number five. <clears throat> bomb, 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 bomb. You gonna arrest me? Bomb, bomb, bomb. During the war, I was a bombardier. <laughs> bomb, 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 bomb. I know that scene. Yeah. That's. I think that's Meet the Parents. Chat. It's definitely like a well-known scene. He's on the plane and he's saying bomb. It is indeed Meet the Parents. There okay. It is. There you it's go. Kicked off by bomb, the bomb, TSA. Bomb, 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 bomb. Yeah. Number six. I need some dudes up here that speak American. God damn it. He's making a fucking sweater back here. I'm trying to put Tiger Balm on this jungle's nuts. <laughs> Chat, anybody? That's Tropic Thunder. I have it written down. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's one of the best lines I've ever heard. That's C4, dipshit. I said a detonator. <laughs> when he said he's making a fucking sweater back here, I fucking died. I was rolling. Tuck, Tuck, and Kim. There's only, there's only a few people on the planet that can deliver that line, and Danny McBride is the oh, king yeah, of them all. Yeah. And it's definitely racist and mm-hmm. like should have been oh. called out. B2K did say bomb, bomb, bomb. Mm. The B2K song. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out BTK. Um, <laughs> number seven. I'm made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? That's a night at the museum. It is. Yep. Shout out to Data Remember. Yes. Uh, moving on to number eight. What is That's this? an underrated scene, too. I think it's an underrated movie. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That is also... Sorry, one no. of my favorite movie-going experiences. My mom and I saw this movie together for some reason, yeah. just the two of us in the in the Regal at, okay. in Butler. And when the caveman jumps out the window, it turns to dust. We <laughs> like, laughing so hard. And then, like, you start to hear, like, sniffles around us. That and sounds the, about right. And then when the street sweeper comes and cleans him up, it's not uncommon for the Elsasses to <laughs> laugh while others are crying, I, I will say. I was going to chalk it up to the people of Butler being a simple, empathetic people. No, they were just, but they were in tears. And mom and I like laughed harder when the street sweeper came, then realizing people are crying around us laughed even harder than that. Yeah. And we both have very, if you think my laugh is loud, you have not heard shit that your mom else has laughed. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were just saying, what, Hank Azaria? From he's Mr. in Night Man? Museum. Yeah, he's the Pharaoh, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Rami Malik is in Night yeah. Museum. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a really good cast, actually. The yeah. Owen Wilson, Robin Owen Williams. Wilson. Yeah. I don't remember the second and third one. I don't think I saw that. And Rami Malik is in the second or third. The, there's, I, the, I think the second one has Amy Adams as the pilot. Don't Amelia me, Adams. Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't get me started on Amelia Earhart. Okay. Okay. We won't. It's another conversation. All right. Maybe a Great Depression episode. Maybe, yeah. There you go. All right. Um, Number eight. What is this? A center for ants? How can we be expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? He's absolutely right. <laughs> it has to be at least two times this size. <laughs> do you want me to do the whole movie? You off, do the whole thing. Book? Go for it. I will do it. Go for it. Yeah, Jay yeah. Tronics put Zoo in there. Zoolander, I think he gets, uh, baby. Yeah, he, he gets that one. You. 
That is uh Zoolander 2 not as bad as you would think. I don't Zoolander 1's a perfect movie. It's pretty it's pretty great. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> that were, Hansel, he's so hot right now. So I cool. I'll I'll do the whole movie. There yeah. were so many quotes to pick from from it's Zoolander and I was like fight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like they're so also <laughs> iconic <laughs> that like all of them. How can you, you know? I can't turn left. Neither can Brody, oddly enough. He can't turn left. Really? Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. Merman. <laughs> Number nine. The hand model. Oh, all right. Could, hmm. Move on. Move on. Move I'm on. I'm going to try to read this without fucking it up. Oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you think I thought that I you was think once I was. I thought I once was. Yes. This is um, fucking Dodgeball. It is, yes. Yes. Nice. Another movie I can do off script. Just do the whole thing for you. Uh, so we've reached the 10th one. Okay. okay. My personal favorite. Perhaps the deepest cut on this list. Uh-huh. Prepare yourselves. So I started researching it. Turns out this goes this <laughs> So I started researching it. Turns out this thing goes deeper than I could have ever imagined. Way deeper. Back to the dark ages. I moved to Rome, quit my job, learned Latin. I gained the trust of a night librarian at the Vatican, a gentleman named Salvatore Pappardello. He turned me on to some shit that you wouldn't believe. So that's Will Ferrell saying it. Am I wrong? I'm not going to tell you. I believe it's Starsky and Hutch. Ooh, a deep cut. It is a deep cut for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of Ben Stiller movies where Will Ferrell's in it, and I think that's the only one that, other than Zoolander. Some guys talking about going back to the, the Vatican. Let me let me, let me read it one more yeah, time do, do one just more time. for fun because I love it so much. Okay. So I started researching it. Turns out this thing goes deeper than I could have ever imagined. Way deeper. Back to the dark ages. I moved to Rome. Quit my job. Learned Latin. I gained the trust of the night librarian at the Vatican. A gentleman named Salvatore Papadello. He turned me on to some shit that you won't believe. I'm almost positive it's Starsky and Hutch. Is it? It's not. Oh. oh. Wah, wah. What is it? It's Ben Stiller. In? Tenacious D in the pick of destiny oh, as the guitar yeah. center employee. Oh shit! I totally forgot he was in Tenacious D. So I I watched the scene on YouTube Man. and I was like, "This is fucking." Because he, he's he reading goes it wild on that Italian name. Yeah, he's like Pizzello. Salvatore Papadello. Yeah, because yeah. he's like like lighter light like in this closet guitar yes, center. Yes, nice. yes, He pulls yes. out the scrolls. That's yeah, right. The, the, the That's right. Now. I remember. Close, I remember. Guess, I remember yeah. now. A close I was like, guess. this is kind of a ringer because it's not really a Ben Stiller movie, right. no, but like it's that, such though. a good. It's such I a like good that. scene. Those I were like some that. deep cuts. That was a Those tough one. Those were good. Those I, were really good. I haven't seen as many Ben Stiller movies as I thought. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen I'm, more. I'm surprised you don't bust out like the Heartbreak Kid or like some of those other random ones that people forget about. Yeah, when I was like looking through Ben Stiller movies, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, he he doesn't really miss. No, he doesn't really. He really miss. doesn't. He just miss. stays in his lane. Yeah, and that's you know it delivers for yeah. what he is. Yeah. Right, and I Zoolander. <laughs> I mean, like, so something else interesting I found was that uh, Robert De Niro like fell in love with like the cat that played Jinxie Cat, and like asked for there to be more scenes with the cat oh like originally God. there weren't as many scenes with the cat and then people would say that like on set between scenes he would just like sit with the cat and like play with it on his lap nice let's get into the best top 10 best uh ben stiller characters because i think um 
I made this, um, and and I think that segue was a really good one. Number ten. Orderly oh, House. this is ten. This guy's ten. Uh, from uh, Happy Gilmore and Hubie Halloween. Yes. A great appearance in Hubie Halloween. Um, yes. How about I get you a warm glass of shut the hell up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your back hurts? Well, now your fingers are going to hurt because you pull or You're pulling backwards. yard duty. Yeah. This is handmade quality shit we're talking here. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, You're in my house now, Grandma. Yeah. Uh, so few lines, but I would put them in top five. For oh, sure. my God. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. Orderly, uh, orderly Hal. Uh, top 10 Ben Stiller performance. Number nine, Mystery Men, Mr. Furious. <laughs> and then, like, he goes to therapy or whatever, and he can't get mad anymore. <laughs> and he lost his, superpower. his superpower is just that he's angry. He's so angry. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, love that. Uh, number eight, Tony Wonder from Arrested Development. This is the rival to uh, Will Arnett's magician. Will Arnett's uh, magician. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's an illusion, Michael. Tricks are something whores do for money. <laughs> but this is like the right. He's actually good. Uh, he's actually good at magic and obviously Will Arnett's character. Okay. I've never made my way through the entire thing, but Arrested De- Development is so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, arts and crafts time has been extended. <laughs> Good, Al, uh, orderly Hal. All right, uh, number seven. Tug, Tug Speedman. Speedman. Um, we're focusing a lot on Ben Stiller, and that's by my design. Sorry, I love fucking Ben Stiller. Um, he doesn't really steal this movie though. He's a couple of really good lines, but like, it's roast, mostly Robert Downey Jr. just being fucking funny, and yeah. then Danny McBride coming over the top. Yeah, he's not. He's not the comedy in this movie. No, no, yeah. So Tug Speedman is seven. Larry Daly. Uh, this is just a sweetheart movie as everything for everybody, and he carries the movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, so Larry Daly is six. Now the top. Oh, you fucking love Ben Stiller? Yeah, I do. I do. I would think, you know, the amount of times I've referenced Zoolander and Dog I think Ball. she's asking if you love fucking Ben Stiller. Oh, I love fucking Ben Stiller. Oh, my yeah. I never, ben Stiller I've never had the honor. Too. Never had the honor. I would be honored. Uh, can't, num- <laughs> top- I can't say I share that privilege. Right. There. Yeah. Top five. Alex from Madagascar. Um, this this role, this franchise has just expanded off the map. It's one of the biggest kid franchises yeah, on the market right now. I feel right like we now. haven't seen a Madagascar movie in quite a while. Yeah. They did a bunch of the Penguins ones, mm-hmm. but it's been a minute. I will. The first 20 minutes of Madagascar 2 when they're are try- outstanding. They <laughs> Madagascar are fantastic. I saw, yeah, I saw it with my sister for whatever reason at that Regal and Butler, and I'm like, Wow, this is hilarious. I was laughing nonstop for the first like I've half never hour. seen any of these movies. Oh, they're very the first one is very funny. It's very cute. It's about yeah. animals trying to escape a zoo to go back to where they believe they came from. They end up at Madagascar. There's these lemurs there. Chaos ensues. Yeah, so you have Ben Stiller's the lion. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock is, is the dr- is or a zebra. zebra. Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith is a hippo. Yep. And I think David Schwimmer is the fourth. I think person. so. And Sasha Baron Cohen plays a lemur. Uh, as mm. well, but it's just yeah, stellar voice cast and very funny movie. And then, but it has like the penguins of Madagascar are like the minions from Despicable Me. Like they're the side character. You that nailed that, baby. Everyone. Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. Character, of course. Yeah, and the three penguins are like 
they think they're military and like you know you got the dumb penguin and the whole nine yards. Yeah. But yeah, number five is Alex. Uh, number four. Oh, the, yeah, the Royal Tenenbaums. Chase that Tenenbaum. A, that would have been a deep cut for sure. Um, I am not a Wes Anderson guy by any fucking stretch, but this is arguably Wes's greatest movie, and Ben Stiller playing a completely serious character the whole way through it. Really great performance from him. We almost had a uh, Tenenbaums quote in the quote game. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, number three. What? Number three. He's wow. three. Two and one better be fucking amazing. They are. They, they better are. be. They are. I'm very curious. Um, I, this this I, is one for me. I, hands down. Is, it's very difficult because I always don't – I think people don't like this movie as much as I like this movie. So I'm always, like, very timid to be, like, I love Zoolander, like, way too much. So Not enough. It's a okay. great movie. So three. Number two, Greg Fokker. Hmm. Derek Zoolander below Greg Fokker? Well, Greg Fokker what? is the goat. Here's here's it's, it's the just, goat. he's just Greg Fokker. What does he do? He's just a guy. Here's the deal though. How many people it's a short list that can go toe to toe with De Niro in every scene and hold their own? We're we're all Greg Fokker. True. We're all Greg Fokker. Just trying to meet the parents and deal with it and accidentally killing the cat and the whole nine yards. Your people, I believe, call it a Hopa. <laughs> is one of the funniest fucking lines in a movie. Ever, ever, yeah. Uh, you get, you get, I got nipples. You get to milk me, Greg. Um, so yeah, Greg Fokker is two, and then one it has to be. It has to be White Goodman. I get. Oh, I'm really the Greg Fokker thing is really throwing me off. I'm right sorry. Now. It really I'm is. Sorry. Uh, I, Fuck you, Chuck Norris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm right here, sweating like a monkey. He's fucking me to hold on to a ball. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I read I, it once. Top three for sure. In a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's me taking the bull by the horns. Yeah. <laughs> that really happened. <laughs> that almost made it to really the court. I think we should date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joni oh. loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. It's the guy in the face. Oh, man. It's not <laughs> even a real pirate. <laughs> Unrelated between the laughter and whatever else, it's, I'm fucking sweating. Yeah, well, they get shut off the air conditioning at the end. You got to get a towel. Call yeah. Craig Robinson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I can't I look this. away from Blue Steel. I would. I would. Put, I would probably put Zoolander one, White Goodman two, and the Orderly three. How the Orderly is that? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Like, a, a big part of it when I made the list, I was like thinking about it, and I'm like. I know what list I would put together if it was just you and I, like, looking at it on a piece of paper and I didn't have to tell everybody. Yeah. Because how orderly it would have been one. <laughs> in Zoolander 2, White yeah. Goodman 3. Because, like, he kills – like, he steals every fucking scene in Happy Gilmore. And then when he shows up at the beginning of Hubie Halloween, I lost my fucking mind. We were in a van. I was watching it on my phone. It was freezing. We were in Yosemite. And, like, I laughed so fucking hard that, like, Anastasia woke up when I saw How the Orderly in the oh, beginning man. of UB Halloween. I was, like, ecstatic. So I wish we had talked more about Tony from Heavyweights in this program, which mm. we haven't. I would put him in my top ten for sure, Uncle Tony. I've never seen Heavyweights. Oh. So. I mean, I don't know if you could go back and watch it now. I think you might have missed the boat. <laughs> on heavy. You, have you seen Heavyweights? I have not. Oh, my God. It's like the Sandlot. Like, it's just a 90s classic okay. kid movie. I don't, okay. I don't know if it would... Like, if you watched it now, if you would get it. 
But, I don't know. Uh, I cried a lot when we did our Disney episode. So have you guys, <laughs> that was a lot of movies I had not seen. Have you guys watched Curb? Your Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. No, but I understand he's a big role in Curb Your he Enthusiasm. Play, he's supposed to star opposite of Larry in The Producers, and he fucking hates Larry David, <laughs> and he's such a dick, and it's so fucking good. It's so funny. Nice. Yeah. All right, and then finally we end our night with Overrated, Underrated. Uh, and these are the actors in the film. Um, and I kind of went in a little bit of a, a, a role here where, like, we're going to start with some of the lesser characters, then move on to the guest appearance kind of roles, and then uh, we'll do the, the main characters after that. So first one is uh, Steve Coogan. Underrated. Coogan. I think Steve Coogan is underrated. He's a very – I think he's a little bit bigger abroad than he is in America, especially in the U.K., because he's British and he's done a lot of films that sort of cater to that audience a little bit more. Like there's this series he does that's like a trip to Greece, a trip to Italy. That's a really popular thing overseas. But as far as comedic actor goes, yeah, he's definitely overrated. But I don't think a lot of people would know his name. I think it's the only thing I know him in. Yeah. And he doesn't look like him because he's wearing the wig. Right. Especially in the wig with him being British. It just kind of – I enjoyed that character because it reminded me a lot of like Eric Idle from like Monty Python. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I like this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Steve Coogan's underrated, I think. Um. Okay. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's a weird one for me. I'll Wildly say underrated. Oh, see, I think it's the other way. Really? I do. Yeah, I mean, Bill Hader is very like, like he. Bill he's so Hader distinct. as part of an ensemble uh-huh. is one thing, but Bill Hader as a lead is another thing. Have you watched Barry? No. I thought I hated so, right. Super bad. He's great as a supporting role. You ha- you have to watch Barry and then come back. Very okay. highly rated show. He plays uh, like yeah, a, an assassin. a serial killer. It's right. like assassin thing, it's yeah. marketed as like a dark comedy, and it has funny parts. But it's it's when it's dark, it's like very fucking dark and serious, and yeah. it's so fucking good. Because I thought I hated Bill Hader, mm. and then okay. I, and then I watched the SNL skits, the Californians, where like he he can't keep straight like the entire thing he's fucking losing it and then he does keith morris from dateline on snl oh the tale of the chopped up dead guy i i I don't yeah i i think he's funny but like as a lead in a movie like i think of like train wreck he's not fucking funny in i didn't see it of course, yeah. Trainwreck really wasn't that funny, except yeah. for what LeBron did. I didn't love, yeah, I didn't love Trainwreck. But Bill Hader's just, like, so unique and distinct. His voice, obviously, yeah. a lot of voiceover work and, yeah. like, as sort of a frantic kind of guy. Right. I mean, definitely great in small doses, I think. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. If you got, there's only two seasons. If you guys okay. get a, a weekend to binge Barry. Very popular show. Please do so and come back, because I would love to talk about it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um... So what are you guys saying? Underrated, overrated, equally rated? I'd say uh, overrated is is my, yeah. I'm saying fairly rated because I think there are things he's overrated in, and I think there are things he's underrated in. Fair. I think that's good. That's a good way to put it. Uh, (sighs) Oh. uh, How do you say uh, underrated? for matthew mcconaughey but it, i feel it in my bones yeah <laughs> like, you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna spin a little bit on this one i'm okay. gonna say matthew mcconaughey 
is not underrated as an actor, but he's underrated in life. Like, I think that he is just, <laughs> yeah. like, he. I think he has transcended his acting at this point. Like, I he's think... doing all the teaching at University of Texas. He's got the book, which is a real yeah. big thing. He's thinking about running for governor. He'll, like, be, governor. Right. I, He'll be governor. He'll be Texas. governor. I think that Matthew McConaughey has just, like, transcended his acting career now. Have you guys seen True Detectives? I did not. Josh? Uh, yes. Yes. To be Amazing. to be the funny guy, but still be serious, and then see him as Russ Cole. Yeah, it's it's literally almost otherworldly acting. Like he's so fucking mystical and cool and badass. Yeah, and does he own Texas yet? He's getting close. Shortly, him and Rogan are buying it together. Yeah, if he runs for governor, he will win. I think. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel the personality of Matt has overtaken the actor Matt. I think that's kind of what Justin's I think, yeah, alluding I agree. to. I think that's what I'm kind of saying, and I agree with for sure, because he's just become bigger. Like people now he's just not even an actor yeah, anymore. Like people he's used to have been Matthew like, McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is a funny stoner, and then they were like, Oh, he's an actual good actor. And now it's just like, I just really like Matthew McConaughey. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do really want to read his book. I heard it's fantastic. underrated performance in this film, though. Oh, yeah. As, As the agent, strictly yeah. comedy playing across from tom cruise just on another fucking level oh yeah like i mean it was the two of them together are fucking hilarious can you think of a bad mcconaughey performance no even like how to lose a guy in 10 days like is he's great in that mm -hmm. uh obviously jason confused he's fucking amazing um yeah no you guys should watch this is shout out to everybody listening right now you should watch a movie called the beach bum which came out a couple years ago. Fantastic. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. He plays Dark like. Dark Tower yeah. is a terrible movie, but that's not McConaughey's fault, Timmy. Oh, that's right. He did seem kind of terrible in that trailer, at least. He's playing a role that I believe he was directed to play in the way that the script is written. However, the book, The Dark Tower, is one of the greatest books ever fucking written. And the director and whoever greenlit that script needs to come talk to me because we're going to have a fucking fist fight. Then I'm going to fix your movie. You did say that on the show once. We did a whole thing about it, I remember. That's true. Meet him in the Ponderosa parking lot. <laughs> yes, yeah. meet me in a Ponderosa parking lot. I'll cross 30 wings in your fucking face and not blink. But I do. I'm shouting out the beach bum because it's Matthew McConaughey. He literally plays a beach bum who just like sits around smoking weed all day and like writing a novel. And he hangs out with Snoop Dogg and Isla Fisher. And they're just like living the It sounds like flake. It's leaving. It, do you ever see Spring Breakers? Yeah. It's the guy who did Spring Breakers next movie. Ooh. So it's a lot. It's not as wild as that. But oh, it's yeah. a lot Spring more Breakers like lazy sun, Florida sunshine. Nice. With Snoop and, and just like an awesomely funny cast. I think I could get He's that great. behind yes, that. He's great. Um, he is terrible in Lincoln commercial. <laughs> Lincoln commercials. Uh, he I give him credit for really playing that up. And yeah. he's very clear about like, yeah, they're paying me a shit ton of money. Right. So, yep. you know, respect him for making the bank. Doesn't he do right. like American Honey commercials too or Wild Turkey? Wild. Uh, I, think does does wild I think he does Wild Turkey. Is it Wild Turkey? Yeah, I think so. All right. Just terrible movie production and script. I'm oh, going to need you to take a big step back and fuck your face. Oh, my God. This is maybe the most underrated movie performance of all time. It really is. Yeah. And it's just it's so great that it's Tom Cruise. Right. You know, because it's the last person on the face of the earth you would ever expect it to be. Yeah. And he just kills it. Like, you know, Tom Cruise can act, but this is so completely different. You know, like it's full on wet comedy yes and he just kills it. it and like the suit he looks like he looks like in goldeneye when you put on donkey kong mode 
Like, his body is so big. His hands and, and his arms. Are giant. And He's like, got the glasses. The, oh my the chest hair is like overflowing. Everything is so fucking good. How heavily prosthetic his face is. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just, he put on a, a master class in comedy acting. The line about you're going to need a fucking UN sanction. Yeah. yeah. I was dead. I was. <laughs> You're dead. gonna need the fucking United Nations to come down there and get a fucking binding resolution. Yeah. <laughs> I will massacre you. Yeah. And then he just like, that's how it's done. <laughs> he just like straightens up, like collects himself, and then can you uh, to... find out who that was, please? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like a G five. No more bitch boy stuff. Oh my god! And him dancing. The dancing. Yeah. Uh, the dancing is so good. Oh yeah. Yeah, under fucking rated performance. Not a, not an actor, obviously. No, yeah, I fairly rated actor. Tom Cruise. His early is the stuff Tom is Brady of stuff of, world. of legend, and now as he gets older, he's still just delivering hits. That's an oddly perfect way to describe Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh wow, Tom Brady of the acting world. He just keeps Pastor going. Sav, great fucking comment. Just keeps winning and just keeps killing it. Yeah, him and Tom Brady probably hang out. Like smoking stem cells or some shit. <laughs> like <laughs> drinking coconut water. Yeah. Yeah. Adrenochrome or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. yeah, 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 yeah. Keep yeah. calling that one. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, Brandon T. Jackson. Was Who he the in fuck anything is this guy? after He's been in stuff. Nothing I mean, you know, he didn't really like go on to have a big career, but he's been in things for sure. Uh nothing that I can recall off the top of my head, but I think he was like in some I don't know, like now, I just have to look him up now because I'm yeah. curious. But Brandon T. Jackson in this movie has Al Pacino, who loves the pussy. Right. I love the pussy, but is a closeted gay man who has a crush on Lance Bass. Bass. Lance Bass, excuse you me. You know that. Don't try Stop to play it. it off like we don't know the dance to it. He's, uh, underrated. Bye, bye, bye. he's underrated in this movie. Like, in his career, he's whatever because I you know, can't think oh, of too man. much else. He's, he's in Big a, Mama's House. Big Anastasia, Mama's house. Are you still watching? Yeah. No, it's like a it's Percy one Jackson of movies, you know, like, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So as a person or as an actor, whatever. Yeah. Nobody. But knows. in the, as an actor, he's probably fairly rated, but in this movie underrated because he is funny in this movie. Yes. And he plays that role. Well, Oh, he's in buy you a drink. The music video. Okay. Nice. I, I have respect for anybody that's been on drunk history. So, Oh, roll bounce. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of the skating movie, which there's an underrated movie, mm, but, okay. um, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we already know how I feel about Jay Baruchel. Underrated. I think Jay Baruchel is a very one lane guy, but he's like he's just perfect in his lane as like that Pick nerdy. Sixty nine, it's know. hilarious. Yeah. Fuck you, Jay Baruchel. He's just the nerdy guy. Who, Why don't you, you like know. him again? Because he made Goon. Because oh. of the hockey movie, yeah. But like his character in She's Out of My League, like that's just he's that guy in everything, and I think he works as that guy. I I I love seeing like a scrawny, self-deprecating guy on screen. There you go. I love it. He's the king of that. I think there's a movie where he played the villain of like a major corporation or something. And he tried to be that kind of role, but it was kind of awkward. So yeah. Jay Baruchel, I think, is fairly rated because he's good at the one thing that he does. Right. Knocked up, you know. Oh, yeah. I will rear your child. Don't let him near the kid. He wants to <laughs> rear the child. <laughs> Knocked up is wildly underrated. Yes. Yes. If possible. It's a classic. Right? What's wrong uh, with Goon? Josh just doesn't think it's realistically Goon portrayal is, of hockey. It's it is it's not even a comedic portrayal of hockey. It's just a bad comedy movie with hockey in it. 
it's a terrible use of hockey as a vehicle in a movie. I like Sean. You want to see Scott. a good comedy hockey movie? Watch Slapshot. Mm. You want to see a great hockey movie? You watch Miracle. You want to love hockey? You watch The Mighty Ducks. It's hilariously bad, though. No, no, it's not, Timmy. It re- like it really is not. It's terrible. Amazing, and this is the end. Was his most versatile role. <laughs> Can we pull up his credits? Yeah. I mean, he's just like in that same role in every movie. I feel a lot like, of Seth Rogen movies, obviously. But. I feel like he's in something that I really like that I'm forgetting about. How to Train Your Dragon? That's definitely not it. He's the voice of, uh, what's the guy's name? Hiccup. Yeah, that's right. There, he's Letterkenny, Josh. He's in two episodes. Yeah. Your favorite. And when he shows up in Letterkenny, I'm pissed. Robocop. Didn't see the remake of that one. He's in Love Sick. This is the end, goon. Sorcerer's Apprentice. There you go. Sorcerer's Apprentice is a good movie. Fanboys. Nick and Nora. Oh, yeah. He's the asshole boyfriend in Nick and Nora. Yeah, Nick and Nora. Real time. Like, he's in movies I love, but I don't like him. That's fair. Wait, he was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? A couple episodes of that, it looks like. Yeah. He was not in Freaks and Geeks, which I thought he was for a second, but he's not. No, wait, Stephen Carp, he's in Undeclared. That's why I'm thinking that. Mm, There we go. There you go. Um, All right. Jack Black. Underrated. Wildly I think underrated. it's hard it's to one say. of those ones that's like such a, a goat level that it's hard to be underrated, but yet know in your heart of hearts he is. Definitely, hundred percent agree with that. Because it's like you know Jack Black by now. You just know him. Everybody knows him and what he does. But then you see him in Jumanji, and you just and like, man, he's still fucking killing it. Well, and he's changed his type of comedy. I don't know if that's true. Well, he used to be so slapsticky, fat guy, haha, joke comedy, and then he kind of got like. I'm like witty, banty, back and forth kind of comedy. And now he's like doing like what he's doing in Jumanji where he's like playing almost a cowardice character and very like squeamish. And like, I think he, for comedy, he has range. Does that make any sense? Yeah. No, it does. Uh, Yeah, I would say he's probably a little underrated. And he's done roles that are a little bit more serious than people. A lot of people like this movie called The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and uh, Kate Winslet that he's in as like one Imagine that quartet. It's oh, Kate Winslet, man. Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and then Jack Black as like two couples. But everyone loves that movie. Obviously, you're a big fan of um, cool High Rock. Fidelity. High Fidelity yeah. is awesome. Great in that Fidelity. movie. So yeah, Jack Black is underrated. Even though, like Zach said, you know he's he's at the A list for right. sure. Right. Shout out Shallow How. Yes. Shallow How. Another great one. Boy, would that movie have problems today? Oh, oh yeah. Fuck them. But it's so good. I just tried to pick the most handsome picture of him that I could. <laughs> Did a great fucking job. Should have picked, picked his mug shot. Yeah. You're going to have to hold it. me back from making out with the screen. What what a, a storied career and a guy that at this point is kind of starting to reach McConaughey level of like it's just Robert Downey Jr. Like, Yeah, like going back, if you're unfamiliar, because I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but I went back and started watching the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like, He is Tony Stark. He's Tony Stark. He's Tony Stark. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I don't know if – it's almost like um a great athlete where you kind of want him to hang it up pretty soon because you're worried about some of the role – like Dr. Doolittle and like yeah. – well, uh, Now that Avengers is over especially. Right. You're kind of like worried about like him falling into like some really weird roles that might – 
taint his legacy as being this brilliant fucking actor who also could pull off the big franchises. Um, he was great in Sherlock Holmes. Great in Sherlock Holmes. I don't the pian or is it the pianist? The soloist. The soloist thank I was gonna you. say I don't think it's an under or like a, a slept on movie, but I think people just like forget about it. But the soloist is a great fucking movie. He's phenomenal in Zodiac. Yeah, but I get, but those are at the beginning or before the Marvel universe, right? right? The movies he's done since then, besides Sherlock Holmes, you know, like he did a movie called The Judge with Robert Duvall, which was oh yeah, eh. and then Doctor Doolittle obviously was a bust. But I think it's going to be really hard for him. I think he's going to suffer from James Bond syndrome of being really hard to leave that character and that role behind. I agree. Here's I a, agree. Here's a great remedy: never put fucking Mark Ruffalo in another movie. And then just have Robert Downey Jr. play every role that Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo could be in. <laughs> uh, you just hate him so much. And I just watched 13 going on 30, and he's delightful in it. He's very charming. Uh, he's not He's not bad. I just – I don't fuck. There, do you know there's a Mark Ruffalo movie where, like, his son gets killed, and he's trying to find the guy that, like, ran over his son in, like, a DUI? You guys ever seen this fucking movie? No. I can't I think, think of so. the name of it, but it's it's fucking great. Mm. Yeah. But I hate him still. <laughs> I hate him. Pastor Asab says probably his best role, uh, Blackface would never fly again. Absolutely. We talked about that on the show that or earlier, I think. Um, what if they made Tropic Thunder 2 like next year and he just brought, he just did Blackface again? I think you're playing with fire at that point. Yeah. Well, 2021, you're playing with fire. But imagine though, like he, he his stance being like, I'll now never act again, and I'm okay with that because I have more money than Christ from the Avengers, <laughs> or I'll pull it off and I'll still be the fucking man. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he's or go. What does that say? Uh, y'all need to stop thinking this man isn't going to just hang it up or start doing trash movies. This dude. Denzel and Leo will never fall out. <laughs> they are, uh, they will be like, did oh De Niro. Yeah. Um, I hope so. And I hope people, so too. D Downey Jr. like identifies so much with Tony Stark, especially for the the younger generation. But as an actor, he's incredibly talented. Yes. And he's done a ton of roles, like you said, Zodiac, Charlie Bartlett, Chaplin, of course, which yep. is his first, you know, Academy Award nomination, or I guess his only one, but earlier in his career. He's an incredibly talented actor, mm -hmm. but he's gotten so big now. It's, you know, it's one of those situations where when you get to such a high level, it's hard to watch a movie with them. You know, like if he went and did a smaller character drama or some kind of indie film, you know, would you be able to separate the man from the myth? Yeah. You know, no, I get that. I really hope that he continues to make work because I, I think he's incredibly talented. Yeah. Give me Robert Downey Jr. in like a Robert Eggers A24 like horror movie. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Something lighthouse esque, you know. Oh yeah. Like him and Defoe in a movie. <laughs> Too much star power. Too yeah, much power. I think he's got such though. a he's now up to God he has such a powerful screen presence yeah. that it's hard to you know, like what ensemble are you gonna put him in after he was, you know, the lead of the Avengers and everything. As I just said, you know, Robert Eggers A twenty four, like right. I realized I just wanted like a serious Satan's alley. Like I just wanted uh, him as like an older priest. There's a like, movie that yeah. he could do. Yeah. There it is. Call Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh no no, no do a Chalamet. Oh Ooh. yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Um, or it's just Call Me by Your Name Part Two. Anyway, uh, Jason put in something very fucking funny. 
he'd be he would in Tropic Thunder 2 he'd be played by another actor because he's so method that he has face reconstructed to be true to the script. <laughs> face off two. That I just face saw, off two. I just go. saw a face off two. Evidently, uh, greenlit possibly. Yeah. Nick Cage and John Travolta. The guy who the guy who directed Kong versus Godzilla. Interesting. Ooh. Who's uh, who comes from a horror background? Uh, Adam Wingard. Give me Caster Troy all fucking day. There you go. And then finally, I think we've kind of already said enough about this guy, but uh, I don't know if he's underrated, but he is definitely well-deserved proper rating of being a great comedy actor. I think he's underrated a little bit as a director, too. I can't remember what else he's directed, though, Let besides Tropic Thunder. But I'm, I'm fairly certain that's not his only movie. Um, yeah, Ben Stiller is certainly underrated and over underrated in dramatic roles too. the stuff he did with Noah Baumbach, uh, you know, like Greenberg and this is 40 or not. This is 40. Uh, while well, we're young. uh, secret life of Walter Schmidt or Walter, Walter Mitty, Mitty. directed. Yeah. You just click on director. They had, yeah. Walter Mitty was a really great movie and that's a super underrated movie mm, for sure. It is. It is. Uh, Danny Mora was supposed to be a really, uh, highly well-reviewed limited series. Let's keep at Danny Mora, I should say. Oh, you directed. Wait, are you on actor right now? Or no, director? I'm on. He directed. directed the Cable Guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, and Zoolander. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Underrated as a director. Reality Bites. That was a big movie back in the '90s. Yeah. So. No, Ben Stiller, the man. Um. Zach. Yes, sir. What are we watching? So, we've done a lot of funny movies. We've done a lot of like cult classics. Yeah. And. I was thinking that we haven't done like a lot. I know we, we did Mars attacks, but in the sense of it being like a cult classic, but we haven't really done anything like sci-fi really. Right. I think we before, did arrival before that mm. arrival ET. But yeah, I would say we, we've probably, well, I <laughs> is Rocky horror picture show sci-fi. <laughs> oh, touche. it's a sci-fi double feature from what I understand. Touche. So, I uh, I wanted to do something that's like kind of newer, kind of like indie, that I think has the potential to be a cult classic. Okay. But also like not a funny movie, but one that we'll definitely have fun with. Okay. So we're going to do 2019's Nicolas Cage in The Color Out of Space. It's an adaptation of an H.P. Lovecraft story. Uh, it's got Nicolas Cage. It's got Tommy Chong. And it is a fun, suspenseful, interesting sci-fi flick. Wild. Well, Nicolas Cage these days is just doing like the most bizarre Nicolas just Cage shit Nicolas Cage. in the guys, world. Have you guys seen Mandy? Mm -mm. It's not as hardcore as Mandy. But it's also like when it is, it's visually stunning. Okay. Okay. Sure. It's a cool. good one to watch I'm in the never, dark. And just... I'm never against watching a crazy batshit Nicolas Cage movie. Sorry, right. Steph. I yeah. know Steph isn't here, but Steph hates fucking Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, he's certainly one that we can have fun with. Who's Kong, Travolta or Cage? <laughs> uh, Cage. You think that makes Travolta Godzilla? John Travolta is 100% a reptile person. Well, that's true. That is true. 100% that is true. an all alien right. man. Uh, all right. So next week we are watching 
the color out of space. The color out of space. Uh, I'm going to have to write that down. And then, uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week for thoughts from the movies. We'll dive into some Nicolas Cage-ness. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life. On what streaming service do we find this movie? Do you know, Zach? Uh, I saw it in theaters, but I think I've also watched it on Prime. Uh, you might have to rent it. Hang on. That was such a good way to end it. The color out of space. Out of space. Streaming. Oh, oh. trippy looking poster there. There it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime subscription. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or Apple TV. Well, that's for rent. See oh, the okay. price. This is premium subscription. Oh, so, so it's on Prime? You can yep. watch it for free? You'll be able to watch it on Prime. Awesome. So there you go. All right. Um... Now my big line was ruined. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got a, I, another one. Say the line we all one. want you to really That's say. That's C4, this. dipshit. I said a detonator. I'm just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. We'll see you next week.